Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, that's right. I mean, we um, we got to get right to it today. And we'll go inside our Central Texas newsroom. And Aaron is uh, gathering information. Let me share the first part of this, though, and we'll have much time today to let you sound off. We'll sound off. But we do have news on the ever-changing and ever-evolving Michigan sign-stealing um, saga and scandal. I understand some people thought, ah, there's not much to see here. Everybody does it. Well, apparently not. Maybe they do. But the Big Ten commissioner, Tony Petiti, has suspended Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh for three games, which is the rest of the Wolverines' regular season, citing the league sportsmanship provision. The suspension only applies to game days, so Harbaugh will be able to coach the team during the week. But if given the preference, he would rather be out there on game days. Some people will think this is nothing. I think it is pretty amazing that they've arrived at this thing quickly enough, and Michigan and their attorneys were begging them not to. They do not believe there's due process in play here. And all the official attorneys of the Matt Mosley show, Craig Cherry, Scott James, Professor Brian Sayre, Professor Tom Featherston, they're all listening right now. They're watching this thing because the lawyers are going to get revved up. They already are. There will be some billable hours involved in all this. And, um, by the way, that Craig Cherry has been with us almost from day one. That is awesome to have the official attorney. And then my old law school professors all listen. I even think Professor Underwood, even though he's not at Baylor Law School, he was became the president of Mercer. I feel like he's out there listening. He still listens. He's a big, big Mosley listener. Um, as for the others, I don't know. Professor Wilson, who has like a huge like interim dean position now, uh, Patricia Wilson, uh, property professor. I don't know. But let me just say this: the decision <clears throat> comes uh, right before Michigan was set to play. Number 11, Penn State, on Saturday. Wolverines were in the process of making their way uh, to State College, Pennsylvania. I saw him, pictures of him getting on the 
team bus. Everybody wondered what the timing was on this. Will he go ahead and make the trip? We'll see. Um, there's thought that and it, they will seek an injunction, a legal challenge, Harbaugh's personal attorney and the University of Michigan will see, seek a stay from a judge today. Now, if you've had to call anybody today or tried to call a bank or anything like that, you know everybody's off. This uh, this is a uh, uh, federal holiday with it being Veterans Day. But for moments such as these, they do usually have um, judges present for emergency stays, or issues that arise in all kinds of different business disputes. So, could you on a federal holiday go ahead and get someone to grant an injunction? Uh, yes, I think the case. I think the, tr- the, the yes, that is the case. Michigan offensive coordinator uh, Sharon Moore would be expected to serve as the interim head coach if Harbaugh's not able to coach tomorrow. Wolverines and Buckeyes currently 9-0. and And the game will likely hold significant Big Ten championship and college football playoff implications. As of now, with this punishment, Harbaugh would be eligible to return for both the Big Ten title game on December 2nd, and the college football playoff if Michigan qualifies. Now, if they lose this game to Ohio State, I mean, you know, we got to we kind of kind of monitor all this. If they lose tomorrow to Penn State, I mean, you got a lot up in the air because I think the CFP committee would take into account that Harbaugh was not there. So in some weird way, a loss might be mitigated with the committee by the fact that Harbaugh's not there. Now, if they can't get into the title game because of what happens over the next three weeks, that's another thing, okay? If they finish with one loss but can't get in the title game, there's a lot at play here. Um, and people are coming out. One of his longtime assistants, that Biff Pogey or Pogey, Aaron, who's a head coach somewhere else, maybe Charlotte or somewhere, um, he's come out today about an hour ago saying, I was with him. I would have known. I was with him and his family for – the last three years, I would have known. So you do have a few people coming out of the woodworks to defend Jim Harbaugh. But uh, this is unprecedented for a coach of this, this like highly ranked to get suspended during the season. You'll recall he was suspended to start the season. I can't remember what all happened with that. But that was a lot of like low-level violations that happened during COVID. Now he is being sidelined for three games. 
This is, I'll tell you what this is, Aaron. We talked about it a lot yesterday. I don't think this new commissioner could come in here and appear to be soft on crime and just do the whole, well, let's just wait. Let's just wait and see how everything plays out. Let's just uh, see what the NCAA decides. Let's see, uh, you know, we'll, we'll decide after the season. He could have taken that approach. This is a quick and swift uh, punishment. Is it a heavy punishment? Eh, no. Nah. Like a heavy punishment would have been you're done the rest of the season. Team can keep on going. Coordinators can keep doing their thing. You can have your interim coach, and you can keep rolling. Now, are they a good enough and deep enough team to win these next three games without Jim Harbaugh? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Uh, They've got a great quarterback, tremendous on both sides of the ball. They are number two in the country as we speak, but they're as good as anybody. And um, now, now it becomes, you know, were they were were they cheating to arrive at this place over the last few seasons? What will they be without Jim Harbaugh? Aaron, I am. I, I think he had to do something. The only thing I'm a little surprised on, I thought they might do two games. But then that would have left him available to coach against Ohio State. And I think Ohio State seems to be the driving force behind some of these allegations. And so for this commissioner not to sit him down for the Ohio State game, I think would have looked soft on crime. But here we are, and Jim Harbaugh has been suspended for three games. And unlike, Aaron, the the ones we laughed at right at the beginning of the season with like the four teams, the three or four teams that were kind of non-conference nothing teams, you got Penn State and you have Ohio State. Now, I think there's somebody else in there like Maryland, I think, is that, that third team. Not, I'm not worried about Michigan getting past Maryland. But two of these three games are tough, big-time games. But it has happened. He has been suspended. And the next thing legally is to try to get some kind of injunction. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But that is where this thing will go. And they'll try to get in the courtroom. And the threshold for getting an injunction is not that high. Again, I'm putting on, I didn't quite make it through law school. I, I did go to law school. But the threshold is basically like, you know, you would be irreparably harmed if, you, if this thing wasn't stayed, if you weren't granted a stay um, and, and allowed at least to kind of keep this thing alive, which, again, is the games in this season. Um, I... I don't know. I again, some of my legal stuff is coming back to me. Some is not. Uh, we do have attorneys that are very close to the show that will be texting me and tweeting me. The great thing, Aaron, about having all these doctor buddies and lawyer buddies, 
I mean, they listen to the show, and then they'll just jump in and respond and kind of let you know, hey, hey, Mosley, this is going on. If you want to reach out to us, you can use the CNC Collision Center text line, like Brian Harrison's probably out there, Craig, Scott James, um, all our people, my, my buddies that listen over at the law school, who are my good friends now. Now, back in the day, they were my law school professors, and I was scared to death of them. But now we're friends. You guys feel free to either text me or use the CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. What is the threshold for getting an injunction granted? And, and one of the reasons these things get granted a lot of times, uh, like a TRO, even with some of these football teams that are trying to stay in the playoffs, is basically like, if they don't play this game, they'll never get this back. And so the court, the judge, would have to go, all right, is this, does this rise to the level of Michigan, given what we're going to try to find out down the road, would they be irreparably harmed if, if Harbaugh's not able to coach? I think you could argue that either way. I think what Michigan's been spending a lot of time is arguing that there's no due process here and that this is such a rush to judgment in that. Now, Aaron, I think you had to get the Big Ten committee together to get to this level of punishment, to get to more than two games and a certain level of fine. I think you had to get the committee together. Or maybe it's three games. We'll take a peek at that. But uh, huge news in college football. Harbaugh, who was getting on the team plane not that long ago, has been sidelined and is not allowed to coach against Penn State tomorrow. If you want to sound off on this, do you think it's fair? Um, do you disagree with this? Are you glad to see Harbaugh? Is this going to set a dangerous precedent in the Big Ten and across college football? The quick nature of this punishment, the swift punishment? Uh, I'm open to all those things. Text us 254-662-1660. That's 254 662 1660 or you can call us on the same number love your calls always love it when you guys check in we'll continue talking this we'll do it next listen to espn central texas online at syntexsportsfan.com if you want the best truck, you want a GMC Sierra from Richard Carr. Right now, get your dream truck and save $8,500 on a new GMC Sierra Elevation with a lift kit and four-wheel drive. Plus, qualified buyers get 0.9 financing and no payments until 2024 on new 2023 GMC Sierras in stock. Call now, get here now, or log on now and drive home in your new GMC Sierra today. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. Everything we do, we do for you. 
Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member in CUA. Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. Waco is known for Texas traditions, a booming economy, and a world-class university. It's a great place to live, and Monk Wilson Mandela is a proud member of the Waco community. Monk Wilson is a business law firm with deep Waco roots. They are proudly embedded in the Waco community and understand the immense potential of this growing city. Their attorneys live in Waco. They understand the court system unique to Waco and throughout Texas. When Monk Wilson attorneys represent you, they help you grow your business and bring relevant ideas to market. More importantly, they protect your business locally and nationally. They believe in the power of passionate people and innovative ideas. They believe in Waco. Learn more about Monk Wilson Mandela's Waco office by calling 254-362-2300 or visit their website, monkwilson.com. That's M-U-N-C-K Wilson.com. That number again, 254-362-2300. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. 
Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. Aaron, I was I was uh, listening in on the Drake Toll Show today. I did not realize they put so much time into, like, what kind of music. And, um, and then you had one. You kind of rolled out a <laughs> Friday song. I mean, feel free. I kind of remember that one. Um, it's kind of a peppy, a peppy Friday song, and boy, they were reacting to that. Um, I think one of them's a Swifty, one of them's not. I think maybe Drake's the Swifty, and then Drake likes all the uh, Zach Bryan, Tyler Childers, uh, somebody McCollum, Parker McCollum, I believe it is. Um, so that's kind of his uh, his take. Aaron, is that something like, do they come in with requests? Do they text you and say, hey, Aaron, here's what we'd like today? How does that work? Yeah, they'll usually text me uh-huh. a few songs that they, you know, for rejoins. And like, All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's good. I usually don't know most of the songs, but, you know. Uh-huh. Is it, have you heard one yet that kind of made you... <clears throat> go to Spotify or whatever and, and start checking out that artist? Like, have, have they introduced you to any new artists that you've really started to enjoy, or do you kind of stick to your guns on that? Uh, you know what? There was a song today that I really liked, and I'm going to mm-hmm. have to look it up real quick that we played. But Yeah. Um, Who was Cam? I would think Cam likes a little, like, uh, Drake likes Texas, like a lot of the, uh, oh, kind of alternative country alt country or just kind of those young some of those young country guys i don't know if that's texas it's not really texas country because some of those guys aren't from texas i think zach bryan's from oklahoma what is cam where does he skew he seems like guy More from the northeast like that oh yeah yeah definitely he's a guy that might even might even go old school a little bit sugar hill or you know like uh run dmc he might he might he might be able to go uh, I don't know if either one of them were exposed to Beastie Boys at any point. Cam would be our best hope on that front. Just because people that grew up in cold weather behave differently. They like different music. And because it's so harsh where they come from, they tend to like harder music. Like, they tend to identify more with, like, hard rock and that kind of thing. Anyway, just uh, just some thoughts. I don't know if he... Metal. I don't know if you ever went through like a metal phase. Aaron, did you ever go through that? Like Metallica and <laughs> Slayer and all that. Uh, Iron Maiden. Did you go through that phase? I'm still in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I listen to still. 
I, I listen to new music, but I mean that, that's that's fine. classic rock for me. So. That's interesting to me. Well, that's not classic rock. <laughs> it absolutely is. They play Metallica on classic rock stations now. You're gonna feel old. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's that's I do not agree with any classic rock. I think if you get p- too far past like Steve Miller band or the Eagles or whatever, then you you're doing it wrong with classic rock. Like if you start dabbling in right. Metallica or any of that stuff. But now you'll yeah. hear Motley Crue and REM sometimes on classic rock stations. It's crazy yeah. if you grew up listening to, you know, the Eagles and Led Zeppelin and things like that on classic rock. I'm surprised with all the stations we have that they haven't tried to get our opinions, Aaron, on some of these other. Like that one, the uh, rap, where we have or R&B that we have. The beat, like, yeah. I feel like the beat, I, I feel like they would like to kind of get us involved in that at some point. Just go, hey, guys, have you all heard of this? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, what is that? those accents that Drake does when he's trying to sound old and he does a country accent? Does he not remember where he's from? (laughs) I mean, he's from a tiny town in Arkansas, and he's always like he's always uh, taking on these accents when he's like trying to impersonate people. Like, like Drake and I. By the way, I'm not making fun of him. I came from the same kind of place. I came from a little small town, little Texas town, the gateway to East Texas, Kaufman. But um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. He keeps adopting this kind of country-sounding accent, and yet he is from Valonia, Arkansas. Population like 700. Salute. Yeah. Um, It is uh, the Mosley Show. I I enjoyed it. I got to say, I kind of, I was seeing what y'all were up to, and then I heard, Aaron, you got, at some point you jumped in there talking about some of that music. I kind of had fun listening to that today. I don't know about Maybe about 1 o'clock or something. I was just like, I'm going to see what they're up to. And I got on the app. I w- if you're ever driving around or whatever, um, the app is a cool thing. You, uh, you go, to, go to wherever you get your apps and just put in the words Syntex Sports Fan. Go to the Play Store uh, or if you got Apple, you know, go to your Apple Store and, and just put in Syntex Sports Fan, and then you get our app. And... Uh, our old buddy Paul worked on that thing years ago. Aaron put that helped put that app together, and the app's still holding up well <clears throat> and doing a nice job. In fact, all the equipment I'm on right now uh, in my personal studio with all this beautiful equipment, he was up here climbing around my office. So tribute tribute out to to Paul today. Okay, um, lots going on, and Aaron, I to me this is probably big enough news. Let's give it another. Let's give it another sounder. I mean, I feel like we need to just keep it. And uh, we do have some Stephanie Sports Corner. Has she peeked in today, Aaron? I mean, is she <laughs> is she getting used to her new schedule? Is she complaining about her new schedule yet? Now she likes to. I think she really likes being on the show. But then at some point she'll want to be. She'll kind of, you know, she she does miss Ward because Ward, she's got <laughs> tremendous chemistry with Ward. But at some point, she'll go, well, I don't really like this uh, hour. I'm going to try this other hour. But for now, 345 every day, Stephanie's Sports Corner. And, um, and, and I don't know, we've had some touching tributes 
We've had Olympic stuff. We've had some, like, Thanksgiving. And then we had a, uh, what do we have, Aaron? Some Something where somebody was, uh, oh, it was like a, somebody had done something, uh, like a competition. I'm trying to think. Anyway, she's had some good stuff. I've enjoyed it so far. Um, we're, we're starting to get the breaking news from everywhere on this uh, situation with the Big Ten. The has sat down uh, Jim Harbaugh for three games, the last three games, the final three games of the regular season. He's been suspended. He can come to practice and run practice, but he cannot be on the sideline. Aaron, it's Michigan. It's Jim Harbaugh. Don't you feel like they'll somehow find a way to radio him in on the <laughs> sideline from wherever he is? He'll probably like be in the stadium trying to communicate with the interim. Oh, maybe they're maybe they'll have to be like, well, we can't, we got, we can't right now. Everybody's looking at us. We can't do that. But that's what they normally, I think, would like to do. Now we do have a statement from Michigan that's just come down. Said, like all members of the Big Ten, we are entitled for a fair, deliberate, and thoughtful process to determine the full set of facts before judgment is rendered. Today's action by Tony Petiti disregards the conference's own handbook, violates basic tenets of due process, and sits on untenable precedent of assessing penalties before an investigation has been completed. Aaron, if you're wondering what the TRO or what this, what the... Uh, injunction they're putting together as we speak or it probably has already been filed they're probably trying to get a judge up there right now this is it this is it we are dismayed at the commissioner's rush to judgment when there is an ongoing ncaa investigation one in which we are fully cooperating oh aaron let's all stop <laughs> down and thank michigan for being so cooperative what a cooperative group uh, Commissioner Petiti's hasty action today. Uh-oh. Now it's getting petty. Now, in the statement, there. I mean, I think we get it, guys. You just said due process. We don't, I mean, we know it was hasty. Now you're getting a little bit chippy, a little bit snippy. Suggests that there is more about reacting to pressure from other conference members than a desire to apply the rules fairly and impartially. By taking this action at this hour, the commissioner is personally inserting himself onto the sidelines and altering the level playing field that he is claiming to preserve. <laughs> and doing so on Veterans Day, a court holiday. Ooh, oh, no. Oh, no. We've chosen a holiday. Poor Michigan. I can't believe it. To try to thwart the university from seeking immediate judicial relief is hardly a profile in impartiality. <laughs> this is like a tweet. This is not even like a true statement. And, and by the way, they caught his one of those attorneys. I think it was Harbaugh's attorney. Aaron, I, I think I sent you that story earlier today. Part of the language he used in one of his deals was from a was from like a, uh, uh, a a message board, like a uni- like a Michigan uh, fan site. Aaron, I mean, it really would be like kind of like the kind of like if Baylor had to defend itself, and they just found over at BaylorFans.com, 
the longtime Baylor message, or Malbear said. I like what Malbear said. <laughs> Let's, uh, Aaron, I know Malbear, by the way. <laughs> He's a he's a friend, but but it's it's like bre- grabbing somebody from a deal, and they, and they use the the uh, in the, in one of their statements, they use something from a message board verbatim. I mean, it, this stuff is comedy. Um, to ensure fairness in the process, we intend to seek a court order together with Coach Harbaugh preventing this disciplinary action from taking effect. Okay. All right. The wheels of justice are turning. Can you get a judge in there on a Friday? Well, the answer is absolutely yes. Now, Aaron, where where would that judge be? Do you need a... I mean, is the because the um wow? I'm just trying to see. Is that a local or is that need to happen? Where where is the Big Ten these days? Where's Petiti? Are they because NCAA is in Indianapolis, but Big Ten has a bunch of stuff there too. Um, I I thought it was in Indianapolis too. Anyway, or Chicago. No, I think they're, or maybe they're in Chicago. Anyway, they're, they're trying to get a stay in this thing as we speak. Um, now, and Aaron, I'll have later in the program, I'm now looking at a document that is the evidence that the commissioner has seen and, and that he laid out for Michigan in his correspondence today. I think that's interesting. And then Wetzel, Dan Wetzel, who I've known forever from Yahoo, brings this up, Aaron. It's always funny in these cases. There remains a possibility that on December 2nd, Commissioner Tony Petiti would have to hand the Big Ten Championship trophy to Jim Harbaugh. Whoa. We saw it for ourselves one time when when Baylor was upset with Bob Bowlesby mm-hmm. for, in 2014, not declaring an actual conference champion because Baylor and, and TCU were co-champs. Any other, like the district in Dallas, Aaron, were Lake Highlands and Highland Park. They both finished 7-1. But Lake Highlands beat, or excuse, yeah, beat Highland Park. So who do you think everybody calls the district champs? Even Highland Park. Well, they didn't do that in the Big Twelve, and because of that, um, Phil Bennett and Art Riles, as they were being handed the Big Twelve championship trophy, were shouting at Bowlesby <laughs> up on the podium. I was at that game, and there was a very loud chorus of boos the entire time for the mm-hmm. Big 12 commissioner. I think it was in our new stadium. Yes, against Kansas State. And um, they're booing him. 
And you know who was emceeing that? It would have been Derek. I'm certain it was Derek Smith down there trying to emcee all that. And he's got the mic. You know, Derek, he's not going to get involved in controversy. So he's just having fun congratulating the Big 12 champs. And we're having a great time. And then if you look closely down there, Phil Bennett, Baylor defensive coordinator, and Bryles were going off on Commissioner Bowlesby. And, Aaron, there wasn't a single person in that stadium who who was bothered by that, right? They they were, in in essence, they they were doing it on behalf of every Baylor fan. Oh, absolutely. Because it was ridiculous. All right, uh, it is uh, time for something we call Stephanie's Sports Corner on a very busy and newsy day. We'll do that next. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Sunday afternoon in the Farrell Center, hosting Gardner-Webb. 3.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 4 p.m. tip-off Sunday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas. You don't want to miss our best price deals during the Black Friday sales event at Allen Samuels. This month, you can save big on the truck you've been looking for, like the new 2023 Rams. Designed to be durable, functional, and stylish, Ram trucks give you that first-class feel. With premium options like luxurious leather trim seating, surround-view cameras, plus exceptional legroom and storage, hurry in and shop our great selection in-store or online today. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning products, Allen Samuels in Waco. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hugs from patients, like Patrick. It's something QC Kinetics medical professionals experience every day. I hugged them. You should hug somebody who does that for you. They gave me my life back, and I really didn't know where I was going to go because I was definitely afraid of having a knee replacement done. No surgery, no downtime with QC Kinetics regenerative treatments. They give patients relief from joint pain using their own healing properties to repair and restore damaged tissue. And the results? Well, that's why we see a lot of hugs at QC Kinetics. Everything is back that I thought I was never going to be able to do again. I'm still smiling and Sometimes it gets emotional. I get a tear in my eye because of how I was before I went in there. Those smiles and hugs never get old at QC Kinetics. It means patients are finally getting relief. And now it's your turn. 
Call QC Kinetics today for your complimentary consultation and see if you're a good candidate for these amazing treatments. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. This is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. <laughs> That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our, our family, family makes the, the difference. difference. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, huge breaking news today on uh, Jim Harbaugh being suspended at Michigan. I mean, Michigan's put out a statement uh, we've now, there's been some things out there floating around that shows kind of what the evidence was that Petiti turned over to Michigan. Um, the uh, Big Ten says it has not received, this is kind of an important point, it has not received any information indicating that Jim Harbaugh knew about Connor Stallion's illegal advanced scouting scheme. But he's being penalized in order to allow the team to continue playing while punishing someone who, quote, embodies the football program. Um, the... Uh, and, and the Big Ten, by the way, did not go for the Michigan assertion that it shouldn't be penalized 
because other schools steal signs too. I think the point is, hey, you guys went way, way further than than what is uh, what is reasonably expected. Uh, in a letter to Michigan, Petiti says the school initially refused to consent to the Big Ten obtaining the spreadsheet and other documents from the NCAA related to its investigation. And uh, there's a lot to get to here. And uh, this is going to be fascinating as we unpack it, including all of all of what Petiti has been shown, the commissioner, and what he laid out to Michigan today in correspondence. Now, it is Veterans Day. Um, I, uh, I know Stephanie has someone very special in her life that is a former Marine. Very, very cool thing. Uh, it is time for Stephanie's Sports Corner. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. The thrill of victory. And the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic competition. This is Stephanie Sports Talk, brought to you by Advanced Leveling House and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractors, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, Mosby Land Management, and Myatt Fuels. And now, here's Stephanie. <laughs> well, it is Steph. Steph Curry. It is Steph Curry. That's right. Well, <laughs> one of the tough, one of the great <laughs> shooters at, uh, at uh, Eminem Broadcasting. ESPN Central Texas, and uh, boy, major on-air presence. And I'm always reminded when <laughs> Stephanie, when I hear like a La Fiesta brunch. Uh, yes. Just now, there's someone else on our air who shall remain nameless, but there's a type of fish they've been pronouncing, and every time I hear it, I, <laughs> I I would like to get that one corrected if possible. All right. I'll look into because, that. I'll look into our library you. and see what that is about. Thank mm. you. <laughs> Most of us sort of know how to say the name of that fish, but okay. It was a, um, it was, oh, no, it was just, and, and I'm being serious, it's closer to the Spanish pronunciation of that word. I don't even know what y'all are talking about. Which it shouldn't be. So. <laughs> I hope right. it wasn't something I, I did. Was no, it? no, no, oh, okay. no. Okay, I was like, no. we already it's got those. A buddy, you know. It's a buddy of ours. <laughs> a buddy of yours? Okay. I, I think probably <laughs> his, his, his mind kind of turned off for a second because if you just read it by how it looks, that's how you would, you know. Say it. So I, yeah. Yeah. So I think I think that's okay. Mm. All right, okay. Steph. Huge breaking news. I heard. I um, heard. Yeah, yeah. On this Michigan front and uh, sign stealing. Oh my goodness. Uh, none of our friends. I I I I joked a few weeks ago, Stephanie. I'm like, my biggest takeaway on this is like. Why is Baylor not doing this? Why are we not trying? Why are we not trying tell, hard enough? Tell Coach Aranda <laughs> I'll go to these games and steal signs for you to Fort W. I mean, 
Here's my thing. I'm going to comment on this real quick. Okay. 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 I don't think we can stop you. I, I, no, ahead. because this whole sign stealing, stealing thing, come yeah. on. We all know that every team does it. Somebody's getting caught or somebody's just pointing a finger. Uh, Ohio State is mad because it's Michigan. And I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Just let it go. Just let it go. You know? Mm. Or don't do signs. Just Every, put those put those microphones or headset things in the helmet and talk to them that way. That should happen now. Well, I'm just the, saying, uh, NFL does I it. I think it will. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah it will no, happen. I think it will happen. Now. So, yeah. but I speaking right. of sports, now, I, I, but I don't think every. I mean, I think they went way too far. Yeah, you remind me of the old Jerry Tarkanian line, <laughs> and he said, uh, "The shark used to be at UNLV back in the day, the great basketball coach," and he said. Uh, he said something to the uh, effect of nine out of ten teams are cheating, and the one that's not is in last place. Exactly. And you know what? You know what? Uh, who was it? Lombardi used to say, "If you ain't first or last, so there you go. Come on, just let it go. Let it go." Is that is that Lombardi, Aaron? Is that was that like Lombardi that when Stephanie just kind of or was that comes Ricky Bobby? Some... <laughs> okay. All right. Let's let's not. Bobby, yeah. It was somebody. That's <laughs> right. Was. But, you know, today's uh, Veterans Day, well, as we know. I mean, isn't it officially tomorrow? But It yeah. is, but it, today is the Marines' birthday. So, oh, happy okay. birthday to all, all right. the Marines. Um, thank you for your service. And so, um, I guess you know where I'm, gonna, where I'm going with this. So, I did my research on some professional athletes that some I knew, some I didn't know that actually have served in our military and were professional athletes. And I just wanted to share those with you in case you didn't know, Matt. Um, On Veterans Day. I like this. Okay, people that played professional sports uh that either served in the military or went to one of the academies. Is that right? Basically served, but yeah. All all these people I'm going to mention served in the military in some form, in some branch. So Okay. All right. Okay, here we go. Chuck, and I'm... Please forgive me if I screw this name up. Aaron may have to help me. Uh, Benaric? Benaric? Benark. Chuck Benark. He was a Philadelphia Eagle. He was known for that huge tackle he did in 1960 against Frank Gifford of the New York Giants. And I guess that they call it the hit because the hit was so hard. And he was, uh, like, he was mean. He was mean on that football field. But... He flew, um, he was a gunner, I guess, or flew planes in the U- in the U.S. Army and actually fought in World War II. Then, I didn't know this, Yogi Berra. The- By the way, Chuck Bednarik was the also known, his nickname was Concrete Charlie. That's right, Concrete Charlie. And I, he, he was kind of mean Frank, on that football field. <laughs> do you know who Frank Gifford, who you're talking about, used to be on Monday Night Football. Uh-huh. Do you knew do you know who he ended up marrying yes, later Kathy, on in life? Kathy Lee. Kathy Lee, that's Kathy right. Kathy Lee. Yep. They were married a long time and had two beautiful children. That's right. And Frank. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's moments, weak moments during the relationship. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Yogi Berra, eighteen time all star, thirteen time champion, catcher for mm-hmm. the New York Yankees, also a Hall of Famer catcher. He actually was in the U.S. Navy during World War II and was a gunner mate on the USS Bayfield uh, ship during the D-Day invasion. So, wow. All right. Didn't All know right. that. Joe yep. DiMaggio. Yes. Do you know this? I didn't know this. You know, he was famous, of course. Um, 
but <laughs> he was a, he, he was famous. He was, that is, yes, one of the he was in of all the, time. He was in the Air Force from 1943 to 1945, and he wanted to do combat missions, and the military wouldn't let him because as soon as he was going to get out, because he was drafted, he was going to go play baseball, so he didn't get to do any action like he wanted to during World War II because they wanted to protect him. So um, I just didn't know he served, but he did. You know who he was married to? Marilyn Monroe. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Isn't that what she's saying or something? So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's saying... Exactly. She's saying a lot of things, <laughs> but anyways. Well, yeah, 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 but it was she's saying happy birthday to, to President the president, Kennedy, yes. who she was rumored to have. Yeah. Yes. N- no. Uh, yeah. So I didn't know this. Maybe you did. Uh, Willie Mays, uh, he was outfielder for the Giants. He uh, he was twenty four time All Star. He was a twelve time Gold Glove winner and two time MVP, and he hit six hundred and sixty home runs in his career. Well, he served in the Army and actually went to the Korean War. Did not know that. Did not know that. Pretty awesome. And then um, I'll throw one in okay. off that uh, maybe not on your list. Maybe it's on down the list. But um, very, very famous uh, pitcher by the name of uh, Bob Feller. Yes. Uh, was, uh, uh, was in, I believe, World War II. Mm-hmm. And I think Bob served on the... Uh, on the uh, USS uh, Alabama, all right? And that you can see that when you go through Mobile. Oh, Sometimes that's cool. Sometimes we're going to Florida. We'll stop and look at that battleship. That's and that cool. was Bob Feller, and he was the, one of the greatest pitchers of all time. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Cleveland um, Indians. Yes. I'm going to – I know you're probably trying to interview somebody, so I'll hurry. Um, but uh, – Aaron's shaking his head no. Um, Ar- Arnold Palmer, the golfer. He was in the Coast Guard and served three years during the Korean War as well. Now, here's one. Leon Spinks, remember the boxer who knocked out Muhammad Ali? He he was a heavyweight title. He won the heavyweight title, I guess, in 1978. He was actually a Marine and served from 1973 to 76. And then my all-time favorite, Roger Stahlback. Heisman Trophy winner, played, of course, at the Naval Academy. And he also, also served as well. And speaking of Cowboys, you've got Chad Hennings. Remember Chad Hennings? He um, was a defensive tackle, I guess what, back in the 1990s. And he was in the Air Force and uh, went off to the Gulf War and uh, played for the Cowboys. And then the last Cowboy that I love, he has my heart forever, is Tom Landry. I did not know that he served in the Air Force, but he did. And he served during World War II, and he was a pilot. Did not know that. And then yep. I, when he and left. Tom Landry, uh-huh. Coach Landry was shot down at one point and um, um, somehow or or he was on a mission and had to land basically in some trees or something like that. I mean, it was pretty wild. Yeah, because yeah. um, he was known to like run his plane almost to like no fuel. They was That's known for it. that. Yeah. And he had to land in enemy territory. Yeah. But um. He actually flew 30 combat missions. That's pretty impressive. Yes. But there you go. I just thought, you know, because those are the names that I know out there in the sports world. So I figured, well, if I uh, see if you knew. Oh, I forgot one. Dusty Baker. Did you know this? Dusty Baker served in the Marine Corps as a mechanic 
uh, motor transport from 1968 to 1974. Dusty Baker, I had no idea. Yep, great man, great manager, and uh, just all around good guy, yep. Dusty mm-hmm. Baker. But uh, Stephanie, that's good stuff. Thank and you. Uh, shout out Scott, your loved one. Um, uh, he's a big listener of the show mm-hmm. and, uh, a man who, uh, loves a good truck and he loves serving <laughs> his country yes, that's and right. we appreciate his service and all our veterans and, uh, thinking of all our men and women, uh, today, hopefully always, but really this weekend as we kind of, uh, think about our veterans and, uh, you know, some of our veterans for either, uh, mental or through physical, uh, you know, I've really had a lot of a lot of issues, and so we need, you know we need to think about that. And some mm-hmm. of them are aging and getting up there, and um, and that is uh, and it's kind of sad now to think about Veterans Day. Not to bring up a sad subject, but you know we just don't have a lot of World War II veterans left, Mm-mm. and it's kind of at just the very end of that group. And we're going to probably lose. You know, obviously we will soon not have any left around. Um, my uh, grandmother was born in 1923, and she's 100 and still living. But her, wow. our uncle Mays, was uh, has been uh, commemorated, and and uh, and he was uh, um, he was killed in action in World War II, and um, it just uh, that was uh, everybody's like favorite uncle. That was her uncle, but he was older. Um, and so it was just kind of interesting. He he enlisted when he was 38 or 39 years old, even though he didn't need to, didn't have to. But he just felt like that was the right thing to do. And he lost his life at, in, in his mid mm-hmm. to late 30s, which was, you know, most people we think of serve in their in their early to mid 20s. But uh, that's anyway, what Pat Tillman uh, did. He you know, played football and decided, hey, you know, I mm-hmm. need to go serve my country and. Unfortunately, we lost him, and he was a great player. Um, so, yeah, if you run into a veteran this weekend, please give him a hug. Tell him thank you for the service. And I do know that some restaurants are giving veterans free meals, so you might want to call ahead or, um, you know, take advantage of that. And if you can't get Why in, don't you, or you, <laughs> let's do a little Waco trip or whatever whatever you search and uh shoot text me that and i'll throw that out later in the program i'll okay. let our veterans know where they can go all right sounds good and 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 hopefully we can uh some of our favorite local haunts like wherever they have my favorite green sauce and fajitas and all that kind of place <laughs> hopefully they step up and take care of our veterans um stephanie thank you stephanie sports corner another rousing edition on veterans day a lot of people taking today off and that kind of thing never stephanie even when we beg her to take a day off she will not do it uh and um uh stephanie has anybody ever begged any of us to take a day off i don't think that's <laughs> ever, i don't has, has anybody, I, no nobody's ever really given i mean us that you know yeah sometimes i guess but i work all the time so i don't know I that's never right. asked for days off. That's right. There are no days off. Okay. Uh, thank you, Stephanie. We'll talk to you Monday. She says thank you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, thank you. I could not oh hear you. My headset oh my. wasn't she working. She was unplugging her headset. I was, I was out the oh, door. Oh, my best. Let's, I'm going to let her walk out and then have one more thing for her. Sorry. Oh, I, way, I always hang around. Usually it's like, bye, get out stuff. You got to go. <laughs>
That's right. No, no, no. <laughs> Always love having you on a Friday. All right, let's get going. <laughs> Here right. it is. It's 4 o'clock. Thank you, Steph. Uh, it's Matt Mosley's show. Major, major uh, breaking news. And then we've got, golly, we've got more guests than you know what to do with uh, in the 4 o'clock hour. we got Cowboys guest at 5, 420. we got major high school football talk. It's all coming up next. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. I'm Joe Kaleo. Businesses are driven by vision and passion, and we share that drive. We aim to build a relationship with you to help ensure your financial plan matches your ambition. Together, let's bring your vision to life. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. What's the most important thing to you when car shopping? quality vehicle, outstanding reputation, a dealership you can depend on. Hi, I'm Amy Hunter, and at Jeff Hunter Toyota, you get all three of those. But don't take my word for it. According to Consumer Reports, Toyota has been named one of the most reliable brands in the auto industry. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. 
Is buying a home on your wish list? Whether you are looking for your first home or your next home, an educated home buyer is the best home buyer. NeighborWorks Waco. Free home buyer education workshop walks you through the home buying process and answers your questions about everything from money management, understanding credit, obtaining a mortgage loan, and shopping for a home to protecting your investment. NeighborWorks Waco has assisted over 3,200 families in achieving their dreams of home ownership. Visit us at nw-waco.org and let us help you make home ownership a reality. To keep your energy costs low, seal your home or business with insulation from ProFoam Insulation. Whether you want spray foam insulation, retrofit insulation, blow-in insulation, or bat insulation, ProFoam Insulation is the team for the job. They can handle residential, commercial, and agricultural jobs. They're licensed and insured, offer free estimates, and lifetime warranties are also available. Family-owned and operated since 2017. ProFoam Insulation of Robinson, 254-640-1255, and ask for Matt. Moving is fun, said nobody ever. Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and let's face it, moving sucks. But we did it, and now we're in our shiny new location. Announcing, ta-da, the new world headquarters of the Pickup Outfitters Center to End Truck Nudity. Maybe you've seen all the work going on Waco Drive with the new silver and red building. The new location is 4535 West Waco Drive, in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. That's just a half mile away from our old location. We got some cool new equipment and services coming soon. But one thing that won't change is that we're still outfitting naked trucks. From bed covers and steps to toolboxes, hitches, grill guards, Pickup Outfitters also does the heavy-duty stuff. Full front replacement bumpers, airbag suspension, goosenecks, fifth wheels. Come by and see us, even if it's just to say hi and get a free cup of coffee. Pickup Outfitters has moved. 4535 West Waco Drive in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day thinking of ways to better serve our customers. Our special cooking technique ensures great-tasting chicken and tenders. Plus, all the sides are prepared fresh each day. We take joy in our family serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by a Bush's Chicken near you. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. This is the real Slim Shady, Matt Mosley, Aaron Sexton alongside as we roll along. On this Friday afternoon, major high school football. You'll hear, well, you heard the Robinson Rockets. They bowed out to the Quero Gobblers and hated to see it. Hated to see it. I think the final was 24-3. Talked to Tom today. We love having Robinson on. Have really enjoyed it. Love their coach. Like the direction of the program. Love having Tom and Coach Tusa on. But we have had to move on. Tonight, we will have um, China Spring on our air. I believe they play Lake Worth, and uh, they'll tee it up tonight, I believe about 7 o'clock. That'll be Drake and Cam. I mean, I that'll, that, that will be – it's a good pairing. They're very used to doing it. I think for people that listen to noon to 2 and then that may be with us from 7 to 10 tonight, Five hours of those two, I mean, that may be a little much. 
maybe a little much. No, it'll be a good. It'll be a good group. It'll be a good pairing. We'll enjoy listening to them. And then the uh, our scoreboard show, of course, Stephen Simcox, longtime member of the Eminem Broadcasting family, ESPN Central Texas, and um, our uh, our other man, Lark Lark Smith, will be involved in that, and then. Um, We'll just kind of keep rolling for a little while. I mean, last night um, we had a Marlin win. Um, I think they won thirty-six to seven. Aaron did did Ward. I think Ward brought us a victory. We send these folks out into the community. Ward for years has done Temple. All right, Temple uh, football. Well, unfortunately. Temple bowed out this year. They just had a rough year, and uh, it's not fun when that happens. It's not fun at all. Now, tonight, I did like the uh, that Kearns, uh, the Bulldogs, um, uh, was a, they were able to uh, take, take down um, Kearns, the Bobcats, 36-7, grab a win. Class 2A Division One by district matchup. Okay, that was out at Midway. And the uh, Marlin had to, to really lean on Mario Hopwood, Ayer Key, and Jamarian Womack. They were doing some good things out there. And I kind of liked uh, seeing what Ruben Torres had to say. Uh, I'm I, he, He's quoted here in my Waco Trib, Aaron, saying... Thank God for the run game, huh? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. Thank God for the run game. The um, the Gladiators of Italy took down one of my favorite local programs. I was out there on your highway last night at City Ranch Boots. By the way, City Ranch Boot Company, huge Veterans Day sale tomorrow, 11 to 3.30 I got unbelievable deals on I got a new black ostrich belt, dress belt, and I got a money clip that's a um, that's a crocodile skin money clip. I'm serious. I mean, people are already stopping me when I when I get that thing out of my pocket, you know, kind of tonight at the football game I'm attending, I'm just going to find reasons to get that out. Oh, hey, I need to I think I need to get some some money out here. And because uh, I like showing, it's a beautiful, beautiful money clip. And uh, Jay Kelly, uh, that that was a lot of fun out there. All right, but Crawford fell to the Italy Gladiators, and um, that, that's just not fun. That's not fun to have happen. Um, uh, the Pirates uh, finished six and five and hope to put it together in the playoffs. Uh, but they couldn't contain one of these guys. I think his last name was Wood. Pirates took a 12-7 lead late um, when uh, Witten Weems scored a 16-yard touchdown. What a great name. But Wood broke loose for a 71-yard run to set up Eric Solis' two-yard um, touchdown run as the Gladiators regained a 14-12 lead. And... Um, you know, it just it could not overcome that, um, and just a uh, a tough thing. I, I like reading all these reports um, in the uh, in the in the Waco trip. Good good stuff there. But 
anyway, just uh, wanted to bring up date on a couple things. And, uh, yeah, Garrett Wood is that kid's name. If you can hear us out in Italy, shout out to you. Italy's kind of right where, I, I mean, I, I, think we're, I think we're good there in Italy. I think they can hear us. Can you hear us? 254-662-1660. That game was in West. And, Aaron, one of the reasons I kind of wanted to read about that, guess who wrote the story? A retiree, a local retiree by the name of John Werner. Yeah, I know that guy. Mm-hmm. John refuses to go quietly into the night. He just, the man still likes to write, so he gets he likes to get out there. They, I wouldn't mind covering a high school game. I mean, Bryce has never asked me to, but they would have to find somebody. The thing I don't think I could do anymore that as a young writer that I hated, it was keeping up with the stats myself. Like if, if, the, if it's the kind of press box where they do the stats for you, like a college press box, I'm fine. But if I had to go back to doing my own stats, that would be a bridge too far. And then I think Ward was out there doing Mart. Mart, I mean, ugh, poor Cumby. I mean, they were more like Gumby. Um, it was 58 nothing in by district. And uh, that was out in Athens, Texas. I grew up near there, Kaufman County, uh, right there on 175. You just keep going through 175 to Athens, and then that's on kind of Highway 19, runs through Athens. Uh, but anyway, that's a uh, that's and they got a they got a good hatchery out there. Got a good got a kind of a fish fishery or whatever they call those things. Aaron, you ever been to one of those a hatchery where they have all the fish and everything? I haven't. Like a okay, you need to try that. That's a that's kind of an interesting. It's like one of the states. Maybe like the state's biggest one right there in Athens, Texas. And they just have a bunch of fish just hopping around. I don't know what they're up to. <laughs> I don't know if they're breeding the fish or, or what they're doing, but it's some kind of like hatchery or something. One of our game warden buddies will know. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, rolling along here. And we'll get back into it. Campus Confidential. Michigan breaking news, huge breaking news. Michigan's coach is out for the last three games of regular season. He can come back for the Big Ten title game, but the last three games, Jim Harbaugh has been suspended. We'll talk more about that at 440. But next, her name is Darby, one of our top local sports anchors, and she'll join us to talk about all the local action, including... The Baylor Bears, they've landed in Manhattan. It's all next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Payments for qualified buyers at 5.9% for 72 months, 5,000 down, cash or trade, DTL, extra CD for details. Road construction continues, and so do the savings at Richard Carr's pre-owned construction sales event. Qualified buyers can get a pre-owned 2017 Nissan Sentra for $150 a month, a 2015 Mercedes C250 for $241 a month, or a 2017 Ford F-150 XL for $390 a month. Over 90 thoroughly inspected pre-owned vehicles in stock. 100% approval is always our goal. Call, log on, or get here now for the pre-owned construction sales event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. 
Attention coaches and parents. Just like you prioritize proper nutrition and conditioning for your kids on game day, remember their dental health too. Stonewood Dental is your mouth's defensive coordinator, preventing toothaches and injuries that could bench them for the season. Their winning playbook. Biannual checkups for cleanings and proactive oral health strategies. Stonewood Dental has you covered on and off the field. Call Stonewood Dental for a winning smile. Don't compromise. Get the treatment you deserve. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's our superpower. First Central Credit Union pays 5% APY on your checking account. There's no penalty in this game. Get great returns while having complete access to your cash. Get in motion with First Central's reward checking that refunds ATM fees nationwide. Enjoy an automatic savings feature that pays you too. It's a snap to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Eligibility and qualifications apply. APY annual percentage yield. Member NCUA. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Are you ready to have your garage back? Check out Lone Star Structures, affordable storage sheds, cabins, greenhouses, and dog kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Brazos Valley Golf and Battery is a locally owned and operated sales specialist in Robinson, Texas. They carry new and refurbished automotive, commercial, lawnmower, marine, RV, and power sport batteries at better prices than any of the national chains. Need your battery checked? Visit Tommy and he'll do it for free. 
They also carry new and used golf carts, cart accessories, and do custom golf carts as well. Shop local, Brazos Golf and Battery on 77 in Robinson. Look them up on Facebook or Google Brazos Golf and Battery. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And the sports director for KWTX now joining us. She's got had her rain boots out last night, <laughs> out there fighting the elements. Darby Brown on with us and uh darby this is a fun time of year when we get some high school last night was messy i talked to somebody from the metroplex and it was one of the better teams alito i mean one of the great teams in the state and they said in like the first four minutes of the game there were six fumbles (laughs) i mean that's like an unbelievable team right and that was against uh i think shoemaker colleen shoemaker um that, so that was really, really messy. I'm kind of looking out my window as I do this here. I think it's going to be overcast, but hopefully no rain tonight. Did, did, did the elements, did you, did you, did you feel like the elements uh, really played a role in some of those outcomes uh, last night? Oh, yeah. I went to uh, Crawford's game out in West, and you know that mm. field is kind of just off on its own. There's nothing yep. sealed in anything coming in there and yeah I also saw a lot of fumbles I was even struggling myself we just haven't had a lot of rain games this year so I was struggling trying to figure out how to shoot in the rain uh like film you know use my camera at one point it was my screen was so uh filled with water I this is a real story I actually had to take off one of my socks and use it to wipe down the camera lens because it was the only thing dry in sight of anywhere. And so I'm walking around with one sock, and, of course, a nice uh, Crawford parent had to call me out on that and ask what happened to my other sock. I was like, hey, you got to do what you got to do. We got to film these highlights, even if uh, the rain is coming down. And, yeah, so it was a little chaotic and not ideal, but I think tonight we should be in the clear. So hopefully it stays, you know this way <laughs> maybe maybe take an extra pair of socks tonight okay and just in case <laughs> i always have i wasn't prepared i was not prepared I, again i just out and dust off literally dust off the rain boots i was not prepared so you know i'd be ready the next time but hopefully that doesn't happen anytime soon <laughs> but we'll okay see. all right and then tonight darby what's kind of the focus as as Channel Ten kind of gets its coverage ready, um, I mean, interesting outcomes last night. Uh, you you said it. I mean, hated to see Crawford <laughs> go down because mm-hmm. they've been a great playoff team for us in the past. Now other teams, you know, Marlin, Mart. I mean, they kind of do what we expect them to do, and they mm-hmm. were out there oh, rolling. Yeah. We get China Spring going. 
tonight, and um, and that and that'll get. I think that is what Lake Worth. Uh, we'll get that yeah. thing going, and um, and and that'll be good. Where do you find yourself uh, uh, this evening? Will you? I mean the 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 uh, the, the warmth and the dryness of the studio, or will you be out in the middle of the action? I'll be out. I'm going to stay close by, though, so that I can get into the studio tonight. Uh, we have University hosting a game, so they're hosting Austin Crockett at Waco ISB, so I'll be going there. That's a 7 o'clock start, and then I'll be getting over to Midway, who's also hosting a playoff game. So kind of cool that they get to host their first game, so especially a good story with you know, Midway, they haven't been in the playoffs for the last few years. University is now in it back-to-back, but uh, hasn't been that case for a while. So kind of some good momentum with both of those teams. And so I'll be going to those games tonight. But, yeah, China Spring getting started, La Vega getting started tonight, uh, Harker Heights, so some of the bigger programs, Connolly, they're all playing tonight as well. Like Belton, it kind of goes on and on or all around the area. Yeah. But uh, the the ones that are close by is where you'll find me tonight. I feel like Harker Heights had somebody big time sign a uh, a basketball letter of intent or com- or made his commitment or something like that. Uh, Harker yeah, Heights. That, that, the Harker Heights basketball team has been very good recently. I believe uh-huh. they had someone recently sign to TCU, I want to say, but I'm not okay. 100% sure yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. no, TCU was being mentioned for having a really nice group, and then I just happened to see Harker Heights, and I meant to reach out to some of my Baylor buddies and go, hey, what about this guy? What did y'all think of this guy? Because, of course, Baylor has its eye on a couple guys that are still outstanding for this uh, class, right? They uh, they got uh, Asamato and Robert Wright in, but Trey Johnson is out there. And there's another guy they're looking at. I mean, it, it could end up being like an unbelievable class. And quite honestly, yeah, this current well, group of freshmen look good. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, look at what they have right now. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's a program that clearly is ready to roll out some good freshmen right now. And they have that figured out. So that's encouraging if you were going to go to to Baylor. Yeah, they looked it looked good against Auburn. I watched that game for sure, uh, start to finish. But it's exciting to have basketball season around here, you know. But high school football focus tonight for sure. So it's a good time of year, though. It's busy. It's a busy season. Yeah, I would say so. Um, let's see. Lorena won big. Abbott's always going to crush anybody there around. Robinson came out on the wrong end of it. Um, against the Gobblers, Cuero, their history only goes back about thirty or forty years of being really, really good. That's always a, yeah. that's always a tough thing. Um, Lake Belton. Now I, I got to watch it because I always think back. Now again, the Midway. I'm with you. Um, that one kind of excites me because, um, and that's an eight and two team coming in. So I'm a little bit, and that's a former Baylor player. Uh, that used to be a Waxahachie great that's on their staff, by the way, at Waxahachie, Lamont Moore. He's not their head coach, but he's like a wide receivers coach. That one interests me. But then uh, this uh, Lake Belton, I always think of Denton Ryan because they used to be unbelievable. Now, they're not like they used to be, whatever that was, right. 15 or 20 years ago. But they're still good. I think the other mm-hmm. Denton team, Geyer, has emerged as yeah. more of a power than Denton Ryan. Do we expect um, we expect uh, Lake Belton to take care of business there? 
you know, I think Lake Belton's a really good team. Obviously, they have, you know, Micah Hudson and some really good yeah. players uh, putting it all together. I know against Red Oak, they fell short this year, but they're a really good group. I would say they definitely have a chance. You're right in that Denton Ryan is a solid team uh, and maybe not who they'd like to see this first round, but I think they could definitely hang with them. So I would expect Lake Belton to move on to that next round, but they're an exciting team to watch. Uh, it's just been exciting to watch that program just kind of, you know, this is only the second year they could play in the postseason. So that's, you know, it's pretty new history they're building there. So anything they do is exciting for, you know, the future and, and things like that. And that's something they, they talk about a lot over there. All right. Gatesville and Gonzalez. I just like seeing Gatesville. They were down for a lot of years. They're they're a, a very competitive team now. We'll see. That's out in uh, in Hutto, and then um, you were talking about being out in West. Um, West is getting it on with Teague. Um, yeah. That's out at in Belton at UMHB. Uh, how do we feel about that? Because those teams, I'm trying to remember. I kind of watched Teague a little bit throughout the year yeah. to kind of keep up with them. Is this a fairly evenly matched? Uh, uh, first round game. Yeah, I would say this will be one of the better games tonight, and it's fun that it is in Belton. So we'll we'll be at this game. We'll send a reporter out there. But yeah, I would. Uh, West is you know they had an awesome year last year. They lost a bunch of guys who graduated, so they're pretty young. But still, they've been a you know solid group. And then Teague, there's just been a lot of hype around them, kind of from the beginning of this season. And at times, I feel like they haven't delivered, but at times they have. So it's kind of been, uh, you know, hit or miss with that group. But I would say kind of both of those storylines together, that this is going to be a pretty good game out there. And it's at Crusader Stadium at UMHB. So kind of a cool location for those guys. And, yeah, I think that will be a good one to watch tonight. All right. Well, we'll, uh, uh, in that Abbott score I mentioned was 56-8 to over uh, Avalon. And uh, and then of course uh, Jonesboro's a big team this time of year, uh, mm-hmm. and that's always something to kind of to kind of uh, keep our eye on. So all good, uh, all some good matchups. A lot of times you get some blowouts in by district, mm-hmm. but there are a few things that uh, grab my attention. And then I like to kind of as we move forward to area, start thinking about like Marlin and Coleman getting together. And there's some, that mm-hmm. had the time hadn't been announced. I think that game's going to be in Stephenville. So there's some, uh, there's some kind of cool. I like to look at all these pairings and go, okay, who's going to play next week. And you start kind of moving ahead and looking ahead. Now put your Baylor hat on for a second. I, I saw the line on that game. I mean, that's kind of amazing. I, I, uh, I mean, I, I guess a lot of things speak to where this program is right now. I, I don't know if anything. 16 points? 20 and a half. 20, oh, wow. 20 and a half. Yeah. And um, I saw that, and I just was kind of like, and I, that's the last thing. I don't know if it's moved any. I think that was my Waco Trib, uh, at least in this morning's paper. It was 20.5. I, Boy, that grabbed my attention. I mean, they've been good against K-State in recent years, although last year they got crushed 31-3 yeah. at home. I don't. It is weird that they function so much better on the road. Like, I, I already anticipate sitting down, and, and I'm not saying they're going to win, but I just have a way better feeling watching Baylor play on TV. 
than I do being there at the game. Because, and probably just because of all yeah. these flashbacks I'm having right now and the fact that they're on their way to a possible 1-7 home record, which is just, I mean, there's no yeah. way to, like, put a nice spin on that. Like, if you go 1-7 right. at home, I, I don't think many people get to keep their jobs. Like, it's just really, and it's unfortunate because I love so yeah. many people associated with that program. But I, I don't know how you go, yeah, let's run it back. I know we were 1-7 at home, but let's just bring everybody back and try this again. Um, yeah. What do you think? Do you, do you have any kind of hope or thought that they could kind of hang in there and, uh, and make this a tight one out in Manhattan? Well, I'm with you in that I, I have some confidence in, you know, what we're going to see maybe right out the gate with Baylor at Kansas State and just kind of, you know, how they've been on the road that they're going to be able to find that again. And it is so strange that they, you know, sort of come together and find more energy and have more of an edge even when they're in somebody else's stadium. So I would expect that that all is there. And so we'll see what they can do with it. I mean, I do think Kansas State, on the other side, is a really good team. So I guess that's where, you know, you start to look at that line and you just think, well, they're just looking at a team that they consider one of the better teams in the conference versus someone who's more near the, you know, the bottom half, obviously. So, I mean, I think I do expect all of those things, that the edge, the energy, all that's going to be there, how it's been on the road. And I think that, you know, they could get themselves in the game and then, what happens from there, we'll see. But I, I think, yeah, they—they they, uh, it would be awesome if they can figure out how to how to how to take them down. But uh, it's going to be—I don't know. I have some hope that it's going to be a better product as far as the actual end result. We'll have to see. You know, I'm not feeling too confident. All right, and uh, another great road team, the Texas Rangers. Right? I mean, they could maybe draw inspiration from an 11 and 0 run throughout mm-hmm. the postseason and uh not to rub it in you do have some ties yeah, where did that come from? to uh yeah <laughs> i just i was thinking of road teams and i uh i didn't really mean that to be a direct rebuke but your your uh your team did make it all the way to the world series and it was not expected this year so yeah, uh, yeah. I, I would have to say that was a great run and it was time it was. for the rangers to finally break through so I yeah, I guess I brought it up too because I'm still trying to celebrate that. Every time I get depressed about something, I'm just like, "But the Rangers won the World Series." Um, yeah, that's, that's just kind of what I. Uh, it's kind of what I tell myself. Uh, yeah, these days. Well, it's going to be fun um, to see how all these uh, how all these playoffs go, and and uh, we look forward, uh, Darby, to your uh, your coverage of this. By the way, do you have any thoughts on? This Michigan, now Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh's been suspended for three games. He can come back for the Big Ten title game. Were you surprised that they went ahead with the punishment? Uh, Do you think it's appropriate? Uh, And have you been as fascinated with the story as I have? Yeah, it is interesting. I don't know. I I guess I am surprised just because it's, usually really hard to punish people in the middle of the season. And and so I guess this was a way that they could do that. Obviously the situation extends beyond Jim Harbaugh, right? So that's where I'm kind of like, all right, I guess just having him sit out for three games. Is that, is that, is that the answer here? You know, I don't know, but I, it is, it's interesting to see that that's what's 
that was what they decided. I mean, obviously, Michigan people are very upset, and I saw some people were saying, well, we're, we're just going to leave the Big Ten, and I had just ridiculous stuff going on. But, I, I mean, I don't know. I think it, it is it's a situation that, you know, it's a fascinating storyline, and it is kind of like what do you do in the middle of the year to – punish someone and so I guess this is what they came up with it'll be really interesting moving forward how that you know affects them I feel like history tells you if your head coach is sitting out it doesn't really honestly affect too much at this point in the season so I don't know I don't know if it really is a you know a true punishment there but I guess that's why they somebody thought so so we'll see yeah all right. Well, hey, good to catch up with you. Let's go see the the uh, Baylor women play on the 14th. Ah, yeah. That'll be fun. A top five team. There are too many good teams coming in because Colorado, it turns out, might be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what they did to Mulkey's LSU team. Uh-huh. And uh, so, yeah, this is going to be uh, this is going to be interesting to uh, watch all that. And to your point on the men the other day, boy, e- this Eve Misi. I mean, you know, Walter's a great story, and I think he's going to be really, really good. But I've never seen a guy at Baylor this dominant this early. Like, I've seen yeah. great big men. I've seen some really good big men. Motley and Jefferson, they've had some good ones. But this is a different thing we're watching. Like, it's right. it's, well, uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. It's, it's also interesting because, you know, Scott Ruth raved so much about their backcourt and the depth they had and, you know, kind of hinted that, oh, you're going to like watching this guy too. And, whoa, yeah, he is uh, definitely going to make a big difference. So, you know, when I watch Baylor this early, I'm just like, just stay healthy. This group is going to be really good. They're so young. I mean, obviously it's the first game and you don't want to overreact, but it's definitely to come right out the gate with that many young players and play that they did against a legit team definitely a good sign so that's exciting and the women we'll see what they look like against a very legit team as well next week so that'll be fun the utes the utes come Mm -hmm. rolling into town darby uh have a good night uh and uh you know you never know layer up a little bit and then we'll be watching you on uh, channel 10 this evening all right all right well chad gets to go to manhattan so he'll be there tomorrow so he'll be uh He'll be having the coverage for us tomorrow, but I will. I will be holding down tonight, and you know I'll have a big coat, even if it's not that cold. I am uh, one for the drama with the apparel. Sometimes I don't mess around. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll that's that. When you come from uh, Arizona, it's kind of what you do, and uh, and good for you guys. I uh, the the Bears. If I were like make, in charge of budgets, I might save my money, but I bet y'all had that thing planned for the last two or three months, so. Why not send yeah, Chad yeah. out there, and y'all can be in position if the Bears pull off the big upset. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there. We're we're <laughs> rolling. You know, we gotta keep we gotta keep it going. So we'll be there. <laughs> All right, thanks, Darby. All right, thank you. You bet. There she goes, Darby Brown. Chad, man, Chad's out there in Manhattan. I didn't even know that. He's ready to roll. I mean, ready to ready to follow those Bears into victory tomorrow. In Manhattan, Aaron, the problem is K-State's going to be so mad coming off a near, you know, that tough, tough emotional loss to University of Texas. Ugh, I worry about these uh, these Wildcats tomorrow. All right, uh, it is time for Campus Confidential. We'll do that next.
your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. The China Spring Coaches Show with Tyler Beatty is brought to you by Benchmark Mortgage, China's Spring Country Store, Kristen Clements, Camille Johnson Realtors, Rain Coffee Company, Triple S Sports, The Fifth Street Market and Nursery. Coach Kyle Barton breaks a couple of records last week, including most touchdowns by a running back in China Spring history. What has he meant not just this year, but in the history now of China Spring football? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is just how consistent he is. You know, his work ethic is is unmatched. He does an excellent job every single day. And uh, he's he's been really, really key for us in the off seasons. And now that uh, he's put all that hard work in and he's eyed those goals since he stepped foot on campus, it's been really good to see him accomplish those. Coach, by week this week, before you get to the playoffs, you had 10 straight weeks of football. How much does that wear on a bunch of 17, 18-year-olds? It wears on 30- and 40-year-olds. <laughs> I mean, it is it is tough. It really is. It's tiring. It's grueling. Um, and in the way that the season came to a conclusion on that 10th game was bizarre and weird in its own manner. And so – it, it was it was very much so a, a really good time for a break to come. Uh, we took our eyes and mind and thoughts off of football. We got back to who we are, talked about kind of some plans that we've got moving forward. And uh, and our kids are, are super stoked. Coaches are excited that uh, this bye week fell when it did. Coach, after a 68-51 win against Waxahachie Life, the offense there, the defense still needs tweaks going into the playoffs, trying to make another state championship run. What do you do to try to win six in a row here defensively? Win by one point. Doesn't matter. I mean, obviously, that, that's always the goal. And, um, you know, the, the thoughts of just blowing people out or con- continuously getting stops or scoring every drive, that might, always, might not always happen. And so... Uh, it is a collective team group effort. Uh, we're making some slight adjustments defensively as far as who we're going to have on the field, but um, we're, we're going to put our best guys in a position to win a football game, and our kids understand that. And um, as a coaching staff, we're not we're not doing a wholesale change. You know, it's you know, we're not changing who we are. We're just going to make some adjustments, and uh, our kids are bought in. Coaches are ready to go. Uh, we'll find out tonight exactly what we got. ESPN Central Texas. The Fifth Street Market and Nursery is Bosque County's premier nursery, greenhouse, and boutique. Discover a variety of indoor and outdoor plants, unique gifts, and local artisanal products at their family-owned nursery and garden center. Located in Clifton off Fifth Street, Highway 219. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4. Check them out at FifthStreetMarket.com or on Facebook. Let their passionate team help your vision bloom into reality. Locally owned and operated, Rain Coffee Company is your daily stop for the best in hot and iced drinks. Come and stay a while and enjoy Rain Coffee Company's relaxing atmosphere, plus their espresso bar, teas, lotus energy drinks, and sweet treats. They are open every day, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. The only coffee shop in China Spring. Rain Coffee Company, 10214 China Spring Highway. 
You'll find gifts for the whole family, jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They're also an official Purina dealer, featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all of your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to find deer protein, deer corn, and deer feeders, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 9030 China Spring Highway, and at ChinaSpringCountryStore.com. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Security Bank of Texas proudly brings together the best of tradition and business partnership. Their dedicated team of professionals takes the time to understand your needs so they can deliver the banking experience you deserve. Whether it's personal banking, business banking, or something in between, they've got you covered. As a bank rooted in tradition, they're proud to serve the communities of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties. Experience banking as it should be. Stop by today and discover the difference with Security Bank of Texas. FDIC insured and equal housing lender. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. I'll just Matt Mosley, and uh, we got a lot going on. We got Baylor football tomorrow. That'll be right here at ESPN Central Texas. Pre-game, post-game, all sorts of activities. The man you heard the other day with us, Elliot Coffey. I'm sure he'll be participating. And uh, always fun uh, on these uh, games. Derek, John, JJ, Ricky. I mean, the whole gang will be there ready to go. Pull off the upset. That was stunning to me. Aaron, I got to say, when I was looking at the matchup and it said the line, it <laughs> said 20.5. 20 and a half point favorites are at Kansas State. That that just, that that really brings it home a little too much of, of kind of where this thing is right now. Could the Bears cover? Yeah. Could the Bears win? Yeah. Never know. Just give them a fight. Kind of hang in there as long as you can. See if you're there at the end. I mean, I I didn't think the spread would be quite like that, but I guess that's where what people think of Baylor now. Aaron, today, though, we have enormous news breaking in the Big Ten. What is the latest as we begin Campus Confidential? The Big Ten has suspended Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh for the remainder of the regular season as the league disciplines the program 
under its sportsmanship policy amid the ongoing NCAA investigation into the school's in-person sign-stealing ring. The decision was announced a couple of hours ago as the Wolverines get ready to take on number 10 Penn State tomorrow. Michigan was found in violation of the Big Ten sportsmanship policy for, quote, conducting an impermissible in-person scouting operation over multiple years, resulting in an unfair competitive advantage that compromised the integrity of the competition. In the report, the Big Ten cited preserving the ability of the team to play out the season and Harbaugh being the public face of the program as the reasons for Harbaugh's suspension. You know, and Michigan has responded about like you would think. (laughs) Um, Says, Commissioner Petiti's hasty action today suggests that this is more about reacting to pressure from other conference members than a desire to apply the rules fairly and impartially. By taking this action at this hour, Commissioner is personally inserting himself onto the sidelines and altering the level playing field that he is claiming to preserve. I mean, I the playing field was just fine before you launched into some kind of sign-stealing deal. So I, I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't know where you get off on all of that. Well, it wasn't um, fine with them because they couldn't beat Ohio State before that. <laughs> That's right. You look at when it, it started. Uh, and- exactly. And, and what's their record since it started? Like 30, 34 and 3 or something crazy? I mean, it's unbelievable. Like their conference record since this thing apparently started is like 25 and 2. <laughs> yeah. 25 and 2. Would you take that? Um, and I believe they're two and one against Ohio State, who they hadn't beaten under Harbaugh before this allegedly started the sign stealing. Um, and they're not buying all the other the Michigan's assertion about all the other schools doing it too. It said the university's attempt to downplay its impermissible conduct by asserting that other conference members may have engaged in sign decoding. As the university readily admits in its response, it does not know the exact methods that it alleges other teams use to decode its own signs. The conference has not received any information that any other member schools engaged in impermissible advanced in-person scouting, let alone a scheme of the size and scale like the one at issue here. I like that. The conference is basically saying, (laughs) you guys have been at this forever. This was a massive deal. Yeah, and they're saying, come we, on, don't be yeah, yeah, and the fact that, you know, everybody knew they were going to try to turn this poor guy, Connor Stallions, into some kind of stooge. Oh, just overzealous, overstated his value. <laughs> we didn't tell him to do all this. I mean, that was you knew that was coming. Of course. I mean, that's how all those assistant coaches – get fired or, or, you know, never coach again while the head coach is fine. The conference is unaware of any active NCAA investigations into impermissible advanced scouting involving other members of the conference. Should the conference become aware of such impermissible conduct, it will take appropriate action. <laughs> However, the conference vehemently rejects any defense by the university or any other conference member that cheating is acceptable because other teams do it too. <laughs> Isn't that what Stephanie? You remember Stephanie yes, earlier? Yes, those are exact Stephanie words. Stephanie Sports Corner. Everybody does it. Leave them alone. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. Leave old, leave old 
poor old Harbaugh alone. Will Jim lose any money off this deal, Aaron? Not one dime. Right? He's not. He's suspended by the Big Ten. I don't think they can control whether Michigan pays him or not. He just can't go out there and coach. He's still going to be out there during the week. And if you don't think that Jimmy Harbaugh is going to be on the phone with people right up until kickoff, you don't know Jim Harbaugh and you don't know Michigan. Because if they would go as far as they did, somebody is going to be in touch with Jim right up until game time. Like even when there there was a time in COVID when the great Saban could not coach Alabama. He had COVID, and he couldn't be down there on the sideline. And as I recall, Aaron, whether it be halftime or pregame or whatever, I mean, right up until kickoff, Nick was on the phone with his people. And I bet Jim will be too. But still, I mean, three games, especially involving Ohio State as well, it's not, I mean, it's, that's punishment. It is punishment. Now, maybe it's not as much as some people wanted, but it is punishment, and it makes poor old Michigan very upset. What else do you have, sir? Odds makers are going to new lows to try to set an over-under for Iowa football games. The over-under total on the Hawkeyes home game this Saturday against Rutgers dipped to historic, dipped to a historic low this week at Sportsbook as of this morning. The total sits at 28. It is the lowest that they can find. It's the lowest of any college football game since at least 2000, according to ESPN stats and information. And uh, barring late line movement, it will be the lowest over under. And it will be the only, it will be the first game with an over under total of less than 30 in ESPN's database. Yeah, and, and they finally. They finally are moving on from the coach's son after all that. That was funny, Aaron. I, it, they had, like, the the five lowest over-unders of the past however many years uh-huh. or maybe ever and, and or the past 20 years. I don't know. but it, And it was all, like, within the past couple of seasons. And four of the five... <laughs> Included Iowa. The other one was uh, like Army Air Force or Army and somebody else. You know, like a total run the ball kind of deal. Um, okay. It is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. We'll let you hear from Scott Drew coming up at 520. Next, it is the Morning News Cowboys beat writer, the Dallas Morning News, Michael Gelkin. He is next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 
Restrictions apply. Stock limited. See dealer for details. Premium features and advanced technology. The seven passenger Buick Enclave offers an unbeatable driving experience. Room for the family with a whisper quiet drive. You must experience the Buick Enclave. Right now, save 5000 on a 2024 Buick Enclave at Richard Carr Buick. Plus, qualified buyers get 1.9% financing and no payments till 2024. Call now, get here now, or log on now and drive home in your new Buick today. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants, live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Moving is fun, said nobody ever. Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and let's face it, moving sucks. But we did it, and now we're in our shiny new location. Announcing, ta-da, the new world headquarters of the Pickup Outfitters Center to End Truck Nudity. Maybe you've seen all the work going on Waco Drive with the new silver and red building. The new location is 4535 West Waco Drive, in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. That's just a half mile away from our old location. We got some cool new equipment and services coming soon. But one thing that won't change is that we're still outfitting naked trucks. From bed covers and steps to toolboxes, hitches, grill guards. Pickup Outfitters also does the heavy-duty stuff. Full front replacement bumpers, airbag suspension, goosenecks, fifth wheels. Come by and see us, even if it's just to say hi and get a free cup of coffee. Pickup Outfitters has moved. 4535 West Waco Drive in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under five 
five minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to EECU.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Michael Gelkin from the Dallas Morning News joining us now and uh, michael welcome back to the show enjoyed uh reading some of your work today uh about uh about uh man tyron smith and i thought i think i'll track down michael so uh thanks for being on with us it's my pleasure thank you for having me the uh inside the greatness of cowboys left tackle tyron smith and as you described it the indiscriminate havoc from his hands by the way that's a bill parcells like that was his favorite word ever was indiscriminate he loved to he loved to say and he loved the word mercurial and he didn't always use it correctly he thought that meant like mercury rising like he's a he was like an unbelievable talent like he 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 kind of had an interesting interpretation of mercurial but when i see the indiscriminate the first thing I think about is Bill Parcells. But Tyron Smith, I like it when you do a deep dive into one of these things. And this was about that initial punch and how you're basically it's over once he gets his hands on you. And obviously, you looks like you've been working on this one for a little while. Um, it, it And then you showed a picture. The Morning News took a picture uh, of his hands. And, I mean, I think it's a reminder of how violent this game is. But it's also something, Michael, that I think Tyron takes some pride in, the fact that basically every one of his fingers has been either broken or dislocated. Um, he doesn't mind that his fingers go a, a few different directions. Yeah, football is an inherently violent sport. And so when you have somebody – who stands out among the crowd of just being this inherently violent puncher, it's really, really 
interesting to capture. And I, you know, I, I say the word enjoyed in terms of enjoyed putting this story together, but the truth of it is I, I enjoyed it, but also it, 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 was a, it was a real challenge. It was a, a real undertaking because um, I really wanted to, to capture Tyron, capture his physicality, capture what makes him great. You know, I wanted to write a story that, you know, 10, 15 years from now when people are talking about Pro Football Hall of Fame and they want to figure out, like, okay, well, what, 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 who, who was Tyron as a player? I wanted to write something that people could, you know, look back upon and, and read and hear how his colleagues you know, discussed his abilities and say, okay, yeah, that's, that's what made him great. And so for this story, just, I, I think it, it, it really just, um, you know, a lot of quotes from, 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 from players. I wanted to kind of just not get in the way as a writer and just kind of let them talk because I think they really tell the story of just what it feels like to be punched by, by Tyron Smith when he's got his, you know, palm just stabbing your chest or stabbing your shoulder a uh, former teammate of his in a rudimentary drill back in 2014, you know, gives him a look in training camp and Tyron throws a punch and the guy during Weems suffers a, a torn labrum and is out for the season because of Tyron's punch. Like that's, that's not supposed to happen. Um, but with his attention to detail, the way he's throwing his punch and walkthroughs, um, just consistently working on his craft. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, it, it was fun to, to, to kind of shine a light on some of those things because it is pretty epic. And we all know that Tyron Smith, when healthy, makes the Cowboys better. We also know that Tyron Smith hasn't of late been able to consistently stay healthy. And I think the conversation has kind of gotten away from, yeah, you know, okay, yeah, well, you know, it, it's the injuries, you know, it's, it's, you know, how long can you stay healthy and all that, those things matter. But also matters the fact that this guy, when healthy, is elite. What makes him elite? That's the question that this story mm-hmm. sought to answer. And Tyler Smith, I mean, it was interesting to hear McCarthy say that might have been their best game since he was here. And we just don't get to see them always play together. And I thought that was interesting part of the story is kind of like Tyler Smith immediately was taken under Tyron's, uh, you know, they, they, they really work together well. And he's kind of adopted uh, some of what Tyron's done. It's just it is it's an art to it, isn't there? I mean, it's like there was a certain way of doing things, and it was like, no, hey, get your elbows closer together, get your hands up higher at this level, and and but it's really it's kind of interesting that that you can basically end it for a defensive end or linebacker or whoever with that initial push, and then I think the next part of that, uh, Michael, is when. People think it's holding every time you grab something, right, or grip something. But as long as those hands are kind of in there, I mean, you you know, it's that's part of being a great tackle or guard or any kind of lineman is being able to punch and then that grip strength and then the art of it to, to go. And it sounds like it's almost like a, a, a puncher or a boxer, fighter. His left hand, his left jab – is what separates him from everybody, at least of his era. It's his left jab that just absolutely annihilates people. And it kind of reminds me almost of Flozell Adams. Uh, people don't remember him as being great, but he did have a period of time where he was unbelievable. And, and it was kind of this similar deal. Now, he was just massive. But it was it was just an uncommon strength, like Larry Allen had that. But this is a technique 
that goes along with him being strong. And uh, that's interesting to think back, like, how he got so good at that. Like, how, you know, who was who was his, when he was Tyler Smith's age, who was his guy that kind of worked with him and, and helped him? And I started thinking back about the fact he started in, what, 2011. But, I yeah. mean, somebody had to work with him on that. Yeah, in 2012, that's when he made his switch from the right tackle to left tackle spot, and that's also when Bill Callahan, uh, you know, obviously a very well-respected offensive line mind, that's when he became the Cowboys' offensive line coach. And so I think Callahan, um, you know, there's you know, obviously a number of, of coaches. You get a wealth of voices and insight from people as, as you can decide kind of what you want to take and make your own. But um, yeah, I think Bill Callahan certainly was a voice that meant a lot to Tyron as he kind of got up. And you're growing in the league. I mean, teammates aside, uh, but just from a coaching standpoint, you, know, you watch other people around the league. Uh, you know, Trent Williams, uh, DeBrickshaw Ferguson. I mean, there's 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 a guy that he mentioned as well. I mean, honestly, this is maybe the longest story I've ever written. Hopefully, it doesn't feel long when you're reading it because of the way I structured it. But it easily could have been longer. Uh, it easily could have been longer because you're talking. I'm thinking about different things that different people told me that. I just wasn't able to include, um, you know, Dak talking about how he believes that sometimes Tyron gets called for holding just because his grip is so good and guys can't get out and they're fighting and he's locked in and, and, and you almost assume as an official that the guy who's unable to ride himself away is, you assume that he's being held, but he's not, it's just Tyron. Um, and so there's all kinds of, of anecdotes to this thing mm-hmm. uh, in terms of capturing who Tyron Smith is, but, the, the, the one thing I think is important is that, yeah, he is in, incredibly strong in terms of, you know, his, his, his punch and, and you know, the power that he generates. Yes, he's also extremely athletic in terms of his feet, his balance. Um, for as heavy-handed he is, he's as light with his feet, and I focus on the hands. But, um, you know, the, those, those two things, you know, work in, in harmony. Um, but there's just – He's just so difficult to beat. I think hopefully you get an appreciation for it. Where if you're a edge rusher and you want to get around him, you got to deal with his outside hand that you mentioned, that left hand punch that he's got. If you want to go through him, because you're going to go around him on the edge, you're going to go inside him, or you're going to go through him with your with power. And you're not going to see Tyron Smith get bull rushed too very often because of the strength. And then if you want to go inside him, well, he's right-handed, and that that right hand punch is is vicious and gets him back on balance. And now you've got Tyler Smith playing beside him. And so it makes it even more of a challenge to beat him inside when you, when you've got um, that chemistry that the Cowboys um, hope continues to develop with them be on the field together. So it's, it's, I think again, just an appreciation for what makes Tyler Smith great. And now with the Cowboys deciding to pull the reins off of him in terms of practice load during the week, makes a whole lot of sense and you see the way that he throws his hands and walk through if there's anybody on the team who can get in his work by doing walkthrough reps alone and not practice it's tyron smith because of the way that he conducts himself during a walkthrough that is unlike anything maybe in the nfl certainly in the cowboys where a guy goes that hard and, and props to earl bossick jr the undrafted rookie offensive tackle who's kind of the hero of the story if he's the one who's, who's taking um, you know, all those blows in practice, he, he estimated me like maybe 100 a day uh, between practice and walkthrough to get Tyron Smith ready for, for a game. So fewer now with no practice time, but, but just walkthroughs, he's, 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 he's taking those licks. 
it's going to end Earl's career, but uh, but he's putting in the work. I mean, it's that's a that's a tough thing to basically be a blocking dummy uh, and and to take all that uh, abuse. And the coaches, I think, learned have learned just not to get over there. It is funny that he doesn't take it easy on anybody, whether it's Schottenheimer or Solari, the O-line coach, whoever kind of goes over there and stands over him, he's going to give the same level of force. And it's uh, it's kind of crazy, but it's it's the impressive part of it. He's kind of maniacal uh, in his pursuit of that. Um, and I thought that was a good quote uh, Michael Gelkin with us on the Matt Mosley Show from the Dallas Morning News. The story was in the Morning News, and I was reading it this morning, um, that Lane Johnson, it's not always easy to get an opposing team, especially a hated rival, to like, I mean, like they used to hate Flozell, like Justin Tuck and all them. I mean, they hated him. I mean, it was just like they weren't going to say anything nice about him. But like this is a fellow offensive lineman that plays for the Eagles, and he gave you the quote like, um, basically saying he'll be a Hall of Famer when I'm watching him, when I see the very best of Tyron Smith, he can play with any guy that's ever played the position. Well, that I mean, that Lane Johnson's considered the best right tackle in the game. So I think that was uh, that's pretty cool when when an opponent like that has that kind of reverence for a, a player on an opposing team, a rival team. Yeah, absolutely. I think it, it speaks it speaks volumes. Um, so it's not just the teammates, it's not just coaches. It, it's, it's the guys who who face them. So, yeah, I, I, I like I said, it was, um, it was it was a lot of work to put it together. You know, you, you're working two sides of things. Where you know, you're at the Cowboys game in Philadelphia, you put in the work in the home locker room, and then you say to yourself, all right, let me go see if I can get, you know, Josh Sweat, or if I can get. Lane Johnson, you know who's in, who's in the locker room that would be qualified to, to talk about yeah. Aaron Smith. So I, I hope I did him justice. Um, you know, I appreciate you having me talking about it because it's yeah, I think it's important because you know it's, it's it, as, as a reporter, like you know, if, theoretically, if this was my last season covering the Cowboys, like I, there's there's certain stories that you want to do. Like I, I you want to cover the greats that you cover. Like you know, I mean, cover them. I mean, like really tell their story and, and help people understand what makes them great. I think there's a responsibility sometimes as a reporter to make sure that if something's going on around you that's special, um, but it happens every all the time, that you still capture it in some way, uh, you know, in a memorable fashion, so that years from now when people wonder what made that guy great, you know, it's it's, it's there. It's 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 it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's readable. It's tangible. It's you can hear people's voices, and so you know. I, I think it's it, it was it was something that was important to me to write because I think Tyron's that, that good, and, and people maybe know that he's good but don't understand why. And I think this is about the why. You think the Cowboys have um, even more confidence? I feel like they came out of that Eagles game, and maybe the fans and everybody were upset, but the team itself seemingly. I think they feel better about themselves than at any point this season. Is that the way, is that the feeling you've gotten in the locker room? And do you sense, especially with these beatable teams coming up, do you sense maybe that they're about to go on a bit of a run here? I think they could, absolutely. Um, you, you do get that feeling a little bit. I kind of want to be careful with it just because, you know, they got to do it. Um, that's the most mm-hmm. important thing. But I could, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a narrative 
when we look back at you know this regular season, you know, say it's January, start of the postseason, and we're looking back at the Cowboys. Obviously, a lot of things can can happen. You know, season can go awry, things can happen. But theoretically, if, if we're in the if we're talking about Cowboys being the postseason, and we look about how they got there, I think we look back at the 49ers loss as being extremely good for them. You look at what CD Lamb's done since then. You look at Dak Prescott, what he's doing after 2.3 seconds. He's been much more active with his feet, extending plays, and his passing game has completely been transformed because of both those things. Dak's footwork in the pocket, extending plays, and C.D. Lamb's involvement. That came out of the 49ers game. Now, this Eagles game, I think it was just even more confidence because you looked at the way the Cowboys ran the football. Um, obviously, that fourth quarter, you know, they only scored six points, had two scores, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion that were reversed, um, but they, they felt like they were there. I think there's, there's a confidence that does come from that uh, when you feel like that, that game easily could have swung in your direction. Um, so if you were to look at the Cowboys, you know, if, should they win Sunday, which many believe against the New York Giants, whom they beat 40-0 two months ago, that they will be able to beat them. They'll be two games back in the NFC East. Uh, Eagles are on a bye this weekend. Eagles come back from that bye, and I don't have the Philadelphia schedule right in front of me, but they play the likes of Philadelphia, San Francisco, Buffalo, Seattle, Dallas, in Dallas. And yeah. that, you know, especially let's say the Cowboys are, are, to, are to, to, to win against the Eagles in, in Dallas. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys are favored that game uh, at home, given the way that they've played, if that holds up. You know, all, all, all the Cowboys are going to do is make up one other game, and, and then you start getting a tiebreaker, tiebreaker scenarios atop the NFC East. So they're very much in the thick of it here in early November, uh, mid-November. So, um, yeah, I think there is confidence that comes from that, but it's also early, and, and we'll see how it plays out. But there, there is a, a very tangible, visible alley ahead where you can kind of see things falling into place for the Cowboys, where they do look back on some of those big losses on the road and believe that was the best thing for them at that particular juncture. Last thing I had, Martavis Bryant, being around him a little bit, He was. Uh, you guys talked to him the other day. Uh, he was always a big, lean pretty imposing guy because he red zone. I mean, it's pretty wild to have been out for like five seasons or whatever it is. Um, When you kind of are around him and maybe talk to people that have known him and maybe looked at what he did in the XFL, like, is this kind of just a flyer or do you, is there a part of you that thinks we may actually see him contribute at some point this season? I know I know Martavis back from Oakland. Uh, I covered the Raiders when he was there. Uh, was there in his mm-hmm. introductory press conference when they acquired him? Um, I think I'm thinking of Antonio Brown. No, I think I'm. I forget what it was. Um, I think it was. I think it was Martavis Bryant. I, I was there for all for all of it um, until I, I left here uh, to cover the Cowboys um, in 2019. So I, I have a pretty good feel for Martavis. I have a pretty good feel for his abilities, for his strengths, and the areas of the game that he needs to work upon. And it's been it's been a while. It's been five years since he's been in the NFL. Yeah, he was he was fast then. He was tall then. He's still tall, and he's I'm sure pretty fast as well uh, now. But he's 31, and he's not the most uh, positional flex type of guy in terms of is he, you know one one on first down he can be your X, and then second down he can be your flanker. Uh, you know, third down he can be your Z, or he can motion from one position to the other. You know, he's not that. At least he wasn't in Oakland and and so that that works against them in this offense especially if you are learning on the fly you know, picking up a playbook in November that is inherently difficult for anybody 
and I think it'd be a challenge uh, for, for Mercedes. Um, and then from there, it's, it's about timing and, and all those sorts of things that come with the details of executing a passing game when you're running 19, 20 miles per hour on, on the fly. So I, I think I have questions about his ability to contribute this year, and I think that's entirely valid. I think it's an incredible story. You know, he's, he's worked he's worked his tail off to get back to this point, and I think that should be you know appreciated. Um, but if you start shifting gears and talking about a pure football standpoint, how can this guy help the Cowboys? I, I think there are, there are more questions there than, than answers. Um, obviously, he's new to the building, and so the Cowboys themselves have questions. I think it, it makes sense to, to pick him up. Um, but to me, it almost feels like a very Jerry Jones move where we're picking him up. They pick up a player for, you know, practice by salary, and all of a sudden we're talking about him a whole lot and keeping the Cowboys interesting. You know, it, it almost feels like that sort of a thing. Um, but let's let's wait and see how, uh, you know, Martavis Bryant, you know, looks in practice uh, as he gets into football shape. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I think people are probably making too much of the move mm-hmm. just based on guys missed a lot of time. And it's a challenge to really get up to speed in this offense with what they ask of their receivers. As Jerry said, he knows how to stir things up, even though it's been many, many years since they've uh, made an NFC title game. Uh, He knows how to kind of keep people's interest. And he kind of joked about that even today. Michael, great job on that. I really enjoyed it and uh, always love a deep dive like that where you talk to a lot of people and, I think it was time well spent and enjoyed that. And thanks for being on with us. Look forward to seeing you in person out there on uh, on Sunday afternoon. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. I'll see you Sunday, Matt. Okay, there he goes. Michael Gelkin, Dallas Morning News. Scott Drew from the Baylor Bears joins us next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. My house has a new Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Every day, InCommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern-day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew making his, oh, I don't know, Scott, I want to have you weekly, obviously. We may do it every other week. Uh, I just love any 
anytime you'll come on with me. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show on a game day, no less. I mean, it's kind of cool to get you in the aftermath. You probably have the film up, kind of see it, kind of breaking it down. The John Brown uh, victory. You pull away and beat him by 26. How are you, sir? Man, I'm doing great. Thank you. You know, uh, uh, Jason Besta is the coach of uh, John Brown, and yeah. Ty Beard was his assistant for a while. But Jason was our first year here was a GA to help this rebuilding process start, and he's done a great job with them. So it's uh, uh, good to see uh, him doing well, and he's excited about his team. Um, and we were excited about having him back and giving his team this opportunity. So it was, it was good all around. Y'all added this game at some point, and and you probably could have used a little more rest or practice or whatever. Uh, but you always see the silver lining. You know, you will have some quick turnarounds this season. Now, I don't know if you always are dying to do that like early, you know, this early, but you got one. I mean, y'all got back like three or four in the morning. I bet you were kind of waiting to see. Okay, let's see what I get from my guys. Um, I thought the legs probably weren't totally back, right? But And that may have impacted the three-point shooting wasn't great. But I didn't think the energy was bad. These are just Mosley opinions. Uh, but what did you – what were your uh, – what were your thoughts? Because you kind of, in your mind, knew what you thought you might see. Did what you see in the first half kind of confirm what you thought you would see on such a quick turnaround? Uh, well, you always you, you always hope for the best. So, I mean, I, I was hoping to be up yeah. forty and uh, uh, and uh, <laughs> relaxing a lot more. But um, I, I think I think uh, um, it was it, it was a great learning experience for us, and we knew Jason does a great job, uh, best of coaching, and we knew that uh, they wouldn't let us get in transition. They wouldn't come down and take crazy shots. Um, they'd work the ball, and what we were able to do is. Um, play a lot of guys. Um, uh, I think we had 10 in double-digit minutes. Uh, and we would have had 11 in double-digit minutes if um, uh, John was called out for his jersey being untucked. So my, my point was we want to play a lot of people. And I thought we did wear them down the last 10 minutes of the game. Our defense really picked up and got a lot of stops. We got in transition. Um, but it was really good for us learning experience-wise because we're going to play sometime Saturday, Monday. And with the new travel in the Big 12, I mean, you might be in West Virginia and then in, in, in at BYU and back home and whatnot. And, uh, um, so you year in and year out when you don't know, uh, you want to get used to that. And um, the defense has got to travel. The other thing is you got to be able to score in the paint. And we were able to score in the paint, and uh, I think that will bold well for us this year. From the standpoint, you're five for 23 from three, and we had good looks, which means again it's hard to get back at 3:30 in the morning, get to bed by five, um, and and the next day is, is, is a, you're exhausted. Uh, you play a game early the next day. Like this will be as tough a turnaround we'll have if it's not for uh, a back-to-back game, which uh, would be conference tournament or a possible MTE. So. Um, I think you're able to learn a lot from a game like this. Now, what did uh, John gets called out for his jersey being untucked? That would seem like the referees would have that to say. But 
did you did you get on to him too? Because <laughs> he didn't he didn't really play a whole lot today. What was the yeah, what was the uh, situation there? Well, no, no, normally that's something where they don't uh, uh, they don't call that as much, but I guess they they're enforcing it. So um, uh, the plan was to play him another rotation, but that that cut that rotation straight. And at the end of, end of the day, playing mm. eleven guys, it's hard to get everybody minutes, but uh, it was great to, mm-hmm. to give everyone a chance to get out there and um, uh, play their first home game. And you know, uh, uh, at the free throw line, you're usually a little nervous. Uh, uh, that first game, you're back on the free throw line, so it's good to. Uh, get some of those free, free throw free throw misses out early um, before uh, uh, this this Sunday against Gardner Webb and um, just like, you know quick we, we we can go back talk about Auburn we can talk about John Brown but Gardner Webb I mean they they Gardner Webb had uh, last year uh, or this year seven of their top ten returning they had eleven losses by two possessions or less um, our fans will obviously know North Carolina they lost. Uh, two possession game there, seventy two sixty six, and they lost to Colorado State sixty five sixty three. So, um, uh, uh, and with a veteran team returning a lot, um, we got to be ready to go. So it's good early game recovery prep uh, Friday, prep Saturday, and play. What was your biggest takeaway? I want to go back to Auburn. Um, I mean, that was a really nice win, a good finish. Y'all were down seventy five sixty nine. You were down 77-72, and then it was like winning time. I've seen you guys do that in the past, but you never know when it's a lot of new people if it's going to go that way. Uh, It did go that way. So, I mean, obviously that was the greatest thing about it is you found a way to win the game. But what was the – what was the biggest uh, positive, and then and then and then the biggest uh, negative? I, I would I would think, uh, you know, obviously turnovers got better in the second half, but it's something you'll you'll emphasize. Um, what were what were your big what's your what was your biggest takeaway from that win? Well, I think I think uh, um, uh, the toughness and grit that the team played with with a lot of new guys down the stretch first time. Uh, you're down five. We, we won the last five minutes by, I think, ten points. So it uh, um, uh, shows you uh, Charlie Melton, Dave Snyder, made sure we were in good shape, ready to go, and uh, healthy enough to, uh, and for the first game of the year to be able to, to play in a taxing game and finish strong. Um, at the same time, uh, like you said, uh, uh, first half, way too many turnovers, not enough assists, not enough ball movement. And second half, I thought uh, um, we didn't turn over as much. Allowed us to get back on defense, play better defense, and then and then uh, uh, cut down on the turnovers. You can win four or less. So hopefully we can. Uh, um, with new guys playing eleven guys early in the year, you're going to have more turnovers than that. But uh, at, at the same time, uh, Auburn returned five of their top seven, and Coach Pearl. I mean, you look at both of us teams. Three uh, conference championships since 21, uh, five times I think ranked number one, six, 16 or 17, uh, four by us, one by them, um, and then two Final Fours. So I mean, uh, a great win, great way to start season national TV. A lot of people were watching, um, so really good there. And uh, the things that we can improve and will definitely improve on. Why were you and Bruce willing to do that? Not a lot of coaches. There have been some complaints about the events that we used to have and that kind of thing. That was a really neat moment the other night because the whole country got to watch y'all in Auburn. 
other schools just are not doing that. Why, for you and Bruce, what was the what was the biggest upside and positive about uh, uh, agreeing to do that? Other than the cool thing about going to South Dakota, and that seems to be a, a great thing for the players and all that. But uh, why why was it important for y'all to to schedule that game? Well. It, it... You looked at uh, the Champions Classic normally starts the season out, and that's a great way to start mm-hmm. out college basketball and a lot of uh, excitement around that. This year they didn't have it, so we were like first game, second game, when can we when can we help fill that slot? And it's a great platform, and uh, it worked out better with ESPN on that second day. And, uh, again, one of, I'm sure it will end up being one of the most viewed games uh, opening week of college basketball, and – and that's what you want. You want that that platform. You want recruits seeing that, and um, you want your fans having that opportunity to get excited for the year. So all around, uh, uh, a lot of good stuff. What about Jacoby coming out there with with twenty eight? I mean, I, I I don't know if you're ever surprised by anything, but I mean that's a pretty that's a freshman record at Baylor. The way he came out, and there was just absolutely. No fear with him. You know, he was hitting the threes early. Um, did that surprise even you that he came out firing quite like that? I mean, that was uh, that's kind of all anybody was talking about, not only the Baylor-Auburn, how good a game it was, but Jacoby's performance was really being uh, talked about nationwide. Well, um, we, we see it every day in practice, so that didn't surprise us. Mm. Um, did we think he would set a Big 12 freshman record? fourth in Big 12 uh, uh, play as far as most points by a freshman. We probably didn't venture that far um, just because records are hard to break and for obvious reasons. But uh, uh, he he shoots in practice. We we plan on it going in, and when it doesn't, we're, we're more surprised than when it does. Obviously, he's an elite shooter. And what's really um, special about him is uh, his practice habits are so elite. Um Great, great work ethic. Doesn't force things. Takes high percentage shots. Even today, he didn't make uh, um, as many threes, but he, he takes good looks, and that's that's the first key to uh, being a good shooter. Um, you're in charge of your own shot selection. So um, if you take good shots, you're going to shoot a better percentage, and that's what he does. You think? And it's six, only six, scoring seven too. Oh, yeah, he towered over everybody trying to guard him. Uh, but he didn't force it. Like you said, I mean, I do think some people that have all those expectations are going to like, well, I need to at least get 12, 13 points. Obviously, he could have done that. Uh, certainly, that didn't even really occur to him, it seemed, from watching that game today. No, and that, again, that's why he's going to be um, uh, a really good player for us and at the next level because he's not, he's not consumed by – the wrong things, which are stats. I mean, at the end of the day, if you got good shots, um, if he doesn't shoot a lot, that's on us coaches. we got to get him better shots, and uh, that's on his teammates to make sure we find him. Um, but at the same time, in a game like this where he had such advantage with the height, and I think we outscored him in the paint 66 to something, um, you want to take threes, but uh, uh, if if you have that big advantage inside 66-28, you want to – you want to take take advantage of that as well, and um, and and we did a good job of that today. Scott Drew, you've never had a freshman like Eve uh, Misi. You've had great freshmen, yeah. 
but that that just arrived on campus dunking on people and disimposing rim defender rim runner um yeah i mean it's kind of wild to to what again y'all y'all see it in practice but when you get to roll it out there and the rest of the country sees it it's pretty imposing and that he did it at the end of the game the other night i mean that 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 was kind of cool uh that he turned it up and and saved his best when the game was on the line the other night is he is he just kind of always i mean since he arrived on campus is that just kind of how he is like nothing seems to phase him too much because he is already pretty scary and uh, and pretty dominant but he he's really done it uh he hadn't played basketball long i think it's like three years and his rate of improvement is is has been through the roof and um i think uh uh a lot of a lot of his uh, 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 blocks and dunks we've seen in practice, um, but when he first got here and he started doing them, that was that was impressive. That caught all of our attention, and then then he's carried out and done them in games, and um, he is he's somebody that uh, 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 continues to uh, improve, and uh, he, he lets the game come to him too. He's been a great teammate. Um, Jonathan Chamuchachwa does a great job in providing leadership for Josh and and uh, uh, helping Eve uh, get better every day. And what's great about going against someone like John is John's going to run the floor every time. John's going to rebound every time. So that makes them block out every time. It makes them have great habits all the time. And if they don't, um, then they get they get exposed. All right, and um, Langston Love off the bench for 20 points in 20 minutes. I mean, he's been good in both games. You knew he would be, but, man, that's a that's a guy, 8 for 14, very efficient. He's hard to stop when he starts penetrating, and then he's just gotten more and more consistent with his uh, – y'all didn't shoot the ball well from three-point today. He was two for four, though. He was fine, and he was hitting big shots the other night. Um, I mean, to be able to bring a guy like that off the bench – I, that you've had great bench guys, but that's kind of that's kind of different when when you can you know a guy like that uh, that's pretty uh, that that's extremely helpful to a team. Yeah, we we we've we've had more six man of the year award winners in the Big Twelve than anybody, and uh, big reason for our success is is when we've gone to the bench, you bring in people like going back to Torian Prince, uh, Devonte Bandu. Um, uh, Jeremy Sohan, um, LJ Cryer. I mean, just uh, uh, in, in the past when we've gone to the bench, we've gained and people have gone down, and that's when that's been a big advantage for us. So, Lanks and somebody that uh, his first year had the red shirt, second year, um, it, it took a half year to recover from the ACL. Finally got going with his confidence. Then he had the eye injury. Then the summer he, he had another injury, and uh, um, uh, finally getting back to, to to some consistency as far as um, he always works out hard and always uh, um, uh, takes care of his body. But as you know, playing you got to get in a rhythm, and that means you can't be out for extended periods of time. And um, uh, that's the biggest prayer is that he stays healthy because he can he can really uh, contribute in a lot of different areas. He's really good at scoring, and you talked about his 20, but he's really done a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think we had six scrimmages with officials, two uh, uh, with exhibitions, and 
he's been one of our best facilitators, getting in the paint, finding people. So uh, we need we need him to be a stat sheet stuffer, not just a scorer. All right, I think you are going to be uh, adjusted from uh, what are you twentieth now? I think after seeing that Auburn and everything else, you're going to come rolling up the board there. I don't know, you're not consumed with that stuff, but the rest of us are. All right, so let's get it up there around you know thirteen and fourteen, a thirteen or fourteen. That'd be a good play. You don't want to go too high, right? Just kind of ease in there for a little bit, but. Uh, it's going to be fun uh, to watch all this. And Jaden Nunn, by the way, I mean, you knew he was going to be a really good defender. You'd been talking about him. But the offense that we didn't talk a lot about is there. Like, he has a nice three-point shot. Uh, he can get his own shot. He can get to the rim. He can facilitate. So it's kind of neat to have guards who can sort of all do different things. One might be the best defender. One's just an all-around scorer. One's an actual point guard for you. Um, I mean, that, there's a lot of diversity to this backcourt. Well, and 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 that's where um, uh, the, your biggest strength can be your biggest weakness. And uh, we got a great bench figuring it out, making sure everybody plays for each other um, and and stays content in their role is going to be really critical because. Uh, you want to be able to have that 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 bench that gives you um, uh, uh, night in and night out a great advantage, and so we'll we'll, we'll tighten up rot- uh, lineups rotations in the in the future here. But uh, in in the current time, uh, a lot of exciting things happening, and uh, I know Sunday we're going to need everybody. Uh, that's going to be a good game, and uh, uh, especially early in the year, you see. Uh, uh, Presbyterians in Gardner Webb Conference. They just beat Vanderbilt. Uh, James Madison beating uh, Michigan State. Doesn't matter who you are. Early in the year, you got to be ready to go. And mm-hmm. especially teams that have a lot of new guys, um, it's 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 harder on you. So um, come to the Farrell, make an impact. We'll yeah. give, uh, hopefully give you a lot to cheer for. Show the Cowboys game like at halftime. We've got to figure out how to address the NFL crowd, right? So there might be a way. <laughs> you, the Cowboys to, uh, don't need to watch to, that to the last minute anyway. So uh, my thought is just come and then turn on <laughs> turn on the game in the last minute. <laughs> it's the Giants. They're horrible. So I well, say well, come watch the good. Bears and. Yeah, yeah, well, all right. Uh, yeah, King McClure was worried. By the way, your team's too deep today. He said he said he thought it was could it could be a problem. And I thought, man, that is not a that's not a problem. Scott Mines is to go eleven deep. I mean, the only problem is if you're in a blowout, you don't have a lot of you can't really call off the dogs. I was watching that today. You, there's not really you can't take a lot of guys off the court because they're all you know. It's a really good team. But anyway, just know King was a little concerned about that during the broadcast well, today. And, and and that's 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 I mean uh, that's why normally most teams you have a, a seven, eight, nine man rotation just so um, yeah uh, because when you play a lot of guys you tend to have more turnovers and uh, it's harder to get in a flow with things. So. Uh, I've always said coaches' jobs are to put your teams in the best position to be successful. So uh, we we tweak, change what we do each and every year for what's best for our team, and we'll keep doing the same till we find uh, what's best for this team. And the great thing is, if if you do have an injury, you have an illness, um, season's not over. You got options. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury motor-powered national bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. At Lewis Insurance Group, we work for our customers, not the insurance companies. Let us take care of all your insurance needs, your business, your home, your farm and ranch. We want to serve you with all your insurance needs. We have over 100 carriers, and we write and shop our insured rates annually to make sure you're getting the best rates available. At Lewis Insurance Group, we have 50 years combined experience and the best customer service in the business. Call Lewis Insurance Group today at 254-753-2500. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Hey folks, Jared Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Mosley's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Let nothing stand between you and the tree stand with this great offer on the fast, durable Kubota Sidekick. Featuring a gas-powered engine that delivers a top speed of 40 miles per hour, outstanding acceleration and handling with cargo, and a two-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Get the Sidekick now for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months, or save $500. Now through December 31st, see us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Holiday gift giving is now upon us at Morrison Gifts. We want to give holiday shoppers a break from the crowds. Starting now, enjoy special pricing on select items weekly through Christmas. Brands like John Hart, Consuela, Sweet Grace, and Times Candles. At Morrison's, you'll find home decor, gourmet items, bath and body, baby, and of course, Christmas decor. Let us build the perfect gift basket and remember free gift wrapping. Local delivery is available and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We got to say good night. Right here on ESPN Central Texas at 7.30 tonight, uh, 7 o'clock pregame, China Spring and Lake Worth. Uh, get it on for by district at games uh, in Waxahachie. Cam and Drake on the call there. And then on 92-9, 7.30 start as well, 7 o'clock pregame. West and Teague, both teams at 7-3, will play at uh, Mary Harden Baylor, UMHB Belton. Of course, Ward has uh, long-time ties there, so we'll be happy to uh, – to carry that one on and of course we also all year have had Lorena games Robinson uh, you name it we have it on our air Temple has uh, their finish and so is Robinson Lorena will continue on as you would expect so all kind of Clifton and East Bernard get it on in Taylor this evening and uh, and then of course uh, uh, wow Riesel and Cayuga, Cayuga. Uh, that'll be a good one. 7 p.m. at Madisonville. All right, everybody. Thank you, Aaron. Good job. A lot of good breaking news today. Everybody have a great weekend. Listen to the Baylor game tomorrow against Kansas State. We'll uh, visit with you soon. Have a great weekend. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on the Friday Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll look at the full schedule of games in the Big 12 tomorrow with seven of the 14 games within one game of each other in the league.